0: Welcome, Dirty Peasants, to Warwick Gazette, the Amphibia podcast. This is episode 40, and we are covering Amphibia Season 1, Episode 20 Reunion. I'm your host, Thumbaticon, and joining me today we have Nick. What's up, guys? Pixels. The people? Impact.
1: Hey, what's good, everybody?
0: Sun's Fury.
2: Uh ah, Hello Lemur Hello And
0: Pickle Hey Okay we've got quite the crowd tonight or yep. today
3: <laughs> pretty time's pretty much pretty much all of the crew is
2: present for today.
0: Uh no news this week assuming mm-hmm. th- this is going to go up on uh, around February 1st so i'm i'm just assuming that but maybe there's some yes m- maybe there's a, a promo or season 3b title reveal at the time but yeah, for now there's just have to wait yeah <laughs> so i guess we can start off we can just go right into reunion um i'll try and make the recaps from here on out a bit shorter and more brief. Uh, but to start off, Reunion, we have uh, It was written by Adam Colas, Gloria Shen, Matt Brawley, and Jack Ferraro. Storyboards by Cheyenne Curtis, N- Matt, uh, Nate Maurer, Kyler Spears, Jen Strickland, and Silver Paul. And directed by Derek Kirk Kim, Bert Yoon, and Kyler Spears. So the episode started off with a flashback of The day of Anne's birthday with with Sasha and them hanging out, and then it cuts back to Amphibia with uh, right after Anne of the Year where the Toads uh, invaded, but then we find out that they've been invited to uh, to celebrate Anne and Sasha reuniting. They all get to Toad Tower. Uh, Sprig kind of comes to the realization that they're just being they're they're prisoners. Um. Sasha tell, explains to Anne that Hop hop is basically like a fugitive and a revolutionary that the Toad Tower that Toad Tower needs to eliminate. Um, and then that's when Anne tries and to go to, tries to rescue them, but eventually they get caught. They get led up to the top of the tower, and that's when we get the the duel between Anne and Sasha. And then Wally's shrooms start going off, and Lean On Me starts playing, and at that point, like we get the scene of Anne holding on to Sasha, and then her letting go, and then the season ends off with mm-hmm. them, the Toads and the Frogs going their separate ways from Toad Tower, which is now in ruins, and the season ends off with Anne and the Planners uh, figuring out what they need to do next, and that was that was reunion. I guess i'm gonna give everyone a chance a few couple of minutes to g- give give their thoughts on the episode, but just to start things off like this was really like there's there's a reason why everyone uh things like reunion is like the like the peak of amphibia like of of the series or one of the peaks it just it really ties everything together from the past season and Sasha's inclusion really uh give, paints a picture about where Anne where Anne came from in terms of her like just rela- relationships with friends and it really puts the it really puts her at odds. It really challenges Anne in terms of everything she's everything she's done in in Wartwood specifically and we see how hard that is for Anne and all the characters involved, especially with Hop-Hop's rebellion plot coming back into play and how that was pretty much the catalyst for all of this. And yeah, I'll, I'll pause there for now. I guess starting off with pixels, what were your thoughts on, on this episode?
4: Um, really great season finale. Well, one of the great season finales of the show. Um, looking back to how of season one, like the very first episode how much she how much Anne improved and especially with the her fighting style, it's like really good like she knows how to handle a sword and she knows how to she's kinda she knows how to use her environment, which i really like and uh, seeing uh sasha and uh how she's like she has this controlling uh popular girl demeanor is really good and it fits her character very well um shout out to the voice actor for like really selling it because she she did a great job too um like the ending was the ending was just very uh it's very deep in a way using a and using a royalty royalty free uh lean on me because that's a different artist, without a doubt.
0: No, especially I, in the shots. That that is Bill Weathers. Really?
2: Yeah. Wow! Wow! And I um,
4: say, <laughs> um, the shots of this was so good too. Either from the, the shot of uh, the tower falling, and you know, Sasha. I didn't go of Anne's hand because of how of what she saw with Anne uh, and the planters and how much they uh how much they have a bond. There's also at the end of the episode we see uh see a glance of uh the the mountains and all that stuff, which is also good. Like it's like showing uh like there's more there's more stuff to explore and uh it's like uh Renan is just good. And uh, the peak thing at that reunion that was the peak of Amphibia, I believe the first episode was kind of like the peak of Amphibia because it sets its characters so well, and we get to know them right away, and we enjoy it. And we got a good sense of the environment and what, what we're going to be in store for for the episodes to come. Those are my thoughts.
2: Uh, thank you, Pixels. Uh, mm-hmm. Impact, what were your thoughts on the segment?
1: So, for me, Reunion's really interesting. So, just a little background a little bit. Because um, I'm a lot more new to the show than I think the rest of you guys. I only watched the show like back in August um, when season two was out on Disney Plus and stuff. And for me, I was just binging the whole thing. And for me, I always kind of, like, when I'm watching a show or just trying to get into it, there's always that, like, one episode in a show where you can tell, oh, that's what the crew really wanted to write, or that's what they really wanted to focus on. On Avatar, I think it's, like, The Storm. And She-Ra, I think it's, like, The Promise. And I think for, for Amphibia, it's The Union. This episode feels very, like... <sighs> A lot bigger than the it's a lot bigger than the rest of the show, not in terms of even scale, but in terms of like I guess emotional weight. So reunion was definitely the, the episode to me that told me this show was really is something special and you should keep watching it and really get into it. So yeah, I love reunion. I rewatch this episode all the time. It's it's fantastic. I love this episode. So yeah, those are my thoughts.
0: Thank you, Impact. Uh, Lemur, what were your your thoughts on this episode?
2: Uh, uh, I,
3: um, I honestly think that this is one of the greatest season finales that we've ever seen in, like, modern animation. Like, I thought, that may sound, like, hyperbole, but, like, when you think about, you know, season one as one giant narrative and
2: stuff, like... You really do s- sense how great and how full- how almost flawlessly they ex- like they wrapped up pretty much all
3: of the story arcs in season one, and not only and not only that they also setting up uh f- the future of the show where you know now that because this is pretty much is this the end of like. The starting point of the show. Now we move ahead to the future, and as you know, the initial preparation phase to that uh, to the big adventure. This is very, very good. Uh, the character, all of the character arcs, especially Anne's, were exceptionally well, well done and wrapped up. I am very surprised that uh, you know. Sasha, despite having one episode, one full episode appearance prior to this episode, got so much.
2: I add so much context and, like, emotional weight into this episode, and I think that's, that's
3: impressive when it comes to writing. Because you, you, you rarely see that, how one episode, how one character can change the complexion of the entire series despite only appearing once. And we're going to get and we're probably going to get to that why, but um
2: yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to dig into this that much because initial thoughts, but like
3: again, uh as a whole as in summarization, this is just like a really 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 good season finale. And I can't believe this is, like, compared to everything else that we've seen from the show, this is small potatoes. It's crazy, and we're, I'm gonna discuss that, but yeah. It's, Reunion is a very, very good episode, and I really enjoyed. it.
0: Okay, thank you, Lemur. Uh, Suns Fury, what, what were your thoughts on Reunion?
5: So I've got a few different thoughts about Reunion, but I think one of the things I like about the episode the most is how well it ties a bit of a bow on top of the smaller amphibia before season two expands everything. It just goes, all right, here's this chunk of the story. Here's the finale. Here's the moment. Here's where everybody stands now. And then we get bigger. It serves as a really nice, not gate, but definitive milestone in the journey of Amphibia. And it fits with everything that's come before it. It's down to earth as much as it can be. It's localised in its stakes, but those stakes aren't, bad they aren't lesser for being how for being localized we learn more about everything which is always wonderful to see in a season finale and we're left with the right amount of questions we got answers to all these kinds of things that we were desperately holding on to desperately hoping we're going to get answered and we got answers to them but then they raised more questions and more interesting questions the biggest one of which everybody was hanging on to was what now what camp is next how do we even go from here
2: and that's why i love reunion thank you suns fury
6: uh, pickle what were your thoughts on reunion um well i'm kind of i kind of have a little bit of a similar perspective to impact I mean, I joined sooner than Impact, but I did still join after, I mean, even after season 2A aired. But my first look into Amphibia was actually a YouTube clip of the scene where the tower falls. And over that, I had heard about Amphibia enough, as I'm in the cartoon community. But it wasn't until after I kind of saw that, I thought, well, I, I gotta see what this show is up with. It's that, if that's the quality I'm gonna be seeing, I, I have to see the rest. But I really think... What Reunion does best is being the climax of Anne's arc. And of specifically Anne's arc around relationships, which is what this show is all about. It really just showcases the difference who, you know, who Anne was at the beginning versus who Anne was at the end of season one. And it also really showcases, you know, Anne's toxic relationship versus Anne's healthy relationship, Sprig versus Sasha, and just... It's the biggest. Like, you see what's been going on now. This is what everything's been building to.
7: Thank you,
0: pickle. And Nick, what were your thoughts on
2: reunion?
8: Um, a really great season finale, and like, yeah, I mean, I agree everyone here. This was, yeah, back in, yeah, this was like absolutely like the peak of the show, and like, I mean, it was one hell of a peak. I mean, like, yeah, this is. Definitely in my top 10 of, like, favorite cartoon season finales I've ever seen. It's, like, how it brings the whole season together is just really well done, and how it just creates such, like, a great conflict between Anne and Sasha. I mean, that was really fun to see here, and just all around a great episode. Yeah, I'll save, like, my big thoughts for later.
0: All right, thank you, Nick. So I guess to start things off, um, this episode starts off with the flashback of the day of Anne's birthday, her going to school. We, we kind of, I'm checking the timing on this. It was about three to four minutes of this flashback. And
2: Sasha,
0: how do I, so we, we get to see like what Sasha's like position is at the school. In terms, like she, she seems decently popular, and we get she, she does have a lot of influence over Anne, as we, as we see throughout the segment in terms of skipping class, and then eventually being late to her own birthday party, which I thought was very the the end the end of discussion thing is very like. Maybe I'm getting too far into a reunion, but we just, we just see the amount of control she exerts over Anne. How Anne is very. Uh, you can see where the protector role c- comes from that we see later on in season two, and, and how that's how Sasha perceives herself to Anne. And I, I guess, uh, Pickle, what are your thoughts on this flashback scene?
6: Um, well, there's one specific nuance detail, but before that I'd kind of like to mention sort of there's, there's the um, moment that is less focused on reunion, but more focused on how Earth is portrayed in Amphibia. You can see it's like very gray and drab compared to what we see in Amphibia. Like it was really supposed to be sort of like a This is how things used to be. This is where things weren't as nice. But also, there's definitely the end of discussion thing with Sasha being controlling, and specifically Anne really shows how she was at the very beginning. Her idea of friendship was all about, you know, you do what friends ask you to do, or else they don't like you anymore. She was very people-pleasing, to a fault, for sure. And, which is so very different from what we see later in the episode, but you really see how, you know, Sasha makes fun of her for her likes, like, the, the party and stuff she wants to do, and just manipulates her into going on, but even though Anne is getting actively put down by this person, she just, she really cares about Sasha and thinks, well, I've got to do what she wants, I don't want to make her feel bad, I don't want to feel bad for letting her down.
0: Right, yeah. And uh Yeah, especially we see that with like Ma- with Maggie, <laughs> the uh the MVP of reunion. The fan favorite of
3: the show, like everybody loves Maggie.
0: Oh
7: yeah. Not Maggie.
0: Yeah,
3: we, yeah, we love Maggie in this podcast. Maggie. Oh. Uh,
7: Maggie.
8: Maggie. <laughs> I didn't consent to this. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, now you did. Like, I'm not lying. I, 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 I honestly forgot Maggie was in this episode. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, this is where Maggie gets introduced." Like, <laughs> generally forgot. But she served a really good. I mean, her character only got like what I don't know, like a minute in the series. She, de- she definitely did serve a really good purpose. You
1: know, she got sort of
9: introduced. Like- she got introduced and and never brought back again. Yeah,
5: yeah I'm glad. So I'm glad. Cute. I'm
8: glad. It looks like they're keeping it that way. I'm glad
5: it looks like that. Way.
2: Maggie's
5: forgot the, the only episode she existed in. And still remember that she was
2: a character.
0: <laughs> Just a testament to <gasps> Amphibia's character, right? <writing. laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, I'm gonna say a bold prediction right now. Maggie's gonna be involved the in, the, in the resolution of the series. Like She's gonna, oh gonna be the one
4: who's gonna bother. end the day. <laughs>
0: Like after after Marcy gets freed from the core, like the core is like looking around, just sees Maggie and is like, eh, she'll do, <laughs> possessed.
6: <laughs> but Matt did actually bring up Maggie in a pretty recent interview, specifically around it. Was, it was related to Anne and xenophobia, because. I mean, the way Matt put it was that she she's young and she still doesn't totally realize what it means when someone laughs at her last name or makes fun of her food. But Maggie was supposed to represent that, like that's still a thing that happens to her and that is a thing that's personal for him.
8: Yeah, yeah, definitely about that. And see, that's what, see, that's what makes uh, that um, that's what makes like Sasha standing up to Maggie for Ian so good though, because I feel like. It shows that there's always like a bigger shark around. Like clearly like Sasha's like one peg above this bullet, but at the same time it does show like the sort of care she has for Anne.
7: Mm,
2: yeah. Maggie Maggie is heard to be more like uh, a
3: stereotype slash care like plot point than an actual character. Which yeah, which which would Pickle say would pick what what Pickle said, yeah,
8: it makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, I mean, we can say uh, we can say like the crew did too good of a job of Maggie. Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> they, all did, they all did themselves a little too hard there.
0: And and then we have the the dissection scene where we get that weird, uncanny resemblance to Hop Hop.
8: Oh, yeah. I mean, that was just really, that was really cute, you know?
0: <laughs> like,
8: Anne just calling frogs gross, and I mean, and you know that her opinion's clearly different now, but, you yeah, know, that, that was really sweet. Oh, my God. Also kind of, like, terrifying. <laughs> because, <it> was, <laughs> I don't
4: sweet. know, that, that, was, that was just weird, them. But... People really <laughs> thought he was gonna die, I was like, really? He's not gonna die. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus,
8: ooh, I remember... <laughs> I remember seeing people talk, seeing people make like a dream theory off of that or
6: something, you know? Just, like, like it, was, it was weird. <laughs> I mean, the that's Hop-Hop cool. death theory is still going on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, I just,
3: I just want to say, uh, Sasha's expressions and Anna Akana's voice acting in, this, in that particular scene made me laugh so hard. Like,
6: thinking about it makes me chuckle. <laughs> Yeah, especially, She's a great voice act. Yeah, yeah. And it like, great. Yeah. yeah, like we said yeah. this a lot of times.
0: Yeah, so then they get she gets the idea to ditch school and and eventually uh falls on. But actually right before that, just minor detail, um the science t shirt the the science teacher's shirt with like the signs written on it is actually like a direct copy paste from uh That sign, Sprig read back in family uh, shrub. Yeah, in family shrub in the basement. Uh, That was just a wow. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) when Sprig. (laughs) details. Yeah, (laughs) when Sprig talked, when Sprig reacted to that. Yeah, it's just yeah, we get that montage of them just going around, and then I I like how every. Like every scene in the montage, like ends with Sasha doing something a little bit like morally questionable. Yeah, questionable.
6: <laughs> yeah. She's, a, she's a she delete. runs over children with a shopping cart.
0: Yeah, people, people will like that though. <laughs> and then, like, rock, like kind of like stealing coins from like the dance machine, and then spray painting her name yeah. on.
6: I don't know some random wall, I guess graffiti. Yeah, um, that but... comes back in the the season three intro, right? It's in like a yeah. little cameo. Yeah, like, like, you can even yeah, you can even see like the
2: little spot Anne made on uh, Sasha's graffiti. <laughs> but um,
1: this 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 part does a pretty like good job, like because the first time we see Sasha, it kind of sets her up to give us an understanding of like. Oh, that's why, like they're friends, or like that's kind of their relationship um, with Sasha being the protector and stuff. Because we need to establish, like, why would Anne be friends with Sasha? We've currently seen Sasha in a more negative light in the other episodes from the way Anne describes her and stuff. We need to kind of understand, like, oh, like, they are still friends. Sasha still cares about Anne, but it's why she cares about it. That's kind of causing the problem, more specifically, or how she's doing it. So by this time, in this part of the episode, we're kind of getting like the problems in a relationship a lot more until we get to like the um i think the rest- the restaurant scene, yeah, where sasha like calls tells her to like with the end of the discussion thing, so yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah, I agree with that because uh we i think it's hard to like it's difficult to remember because like we we people usually uh I just bash Sasha that much, but we can't, like, you guys, we have to remember that Sasha does want to, just, does want to give Anne a genuinely good birthday, like, she wants, she wants her to, she wants Anne to have, a like, a good time, it's just that, like, what Impact said, the way she wants to do it is not the best way, or, you know,
2: the most morally correct. She's a bit of a dumb 13-year-old. Yeah she yeah she is she's a delinquent
3: a little bit
0: right and i know Sun brought up that like uh just like the end of discussion thing is kind of like the most like obvious example of like Anne's con- of sasha's control over her and then we see that eventually like come back into play later on
5: it Yeah, and just, like, how much emphasis is placed on that moment is really nice to set up. Like, in the moment, it serves as, okay, this is Sasha controlling Anne to the best that she can, and it's short and clear and simple and tells you what's going on, but it also serves a dual purpose because it gets called back on far later on, and we go, okay, this is the stage... I know exactly the last time this was used. We're going to see the same thing happen here. And then Spree comes in to change things up.
6: Right. That's what's so great about that moment. The I thing with Sasha, the the parallels between, you know, the the flashback and then in Reunion and then much later in Season 3. I think it's a really cool use of it. So difficult
2: not to mention all the context we know now, but yeah
0: right and then i know like sasha doesn't really understand why Anne would want to like rush home to her family i know nick want to you want yeah. to just br- briefly bring that up
8: oh yeah yeah just a quick mention but yeah it's just pretty interesting to see how much importance sasha um puts to friendship especially during their conversation with um I don't. Remember, I don't remember where it happens. But it's but it's where Sasha tells Ann to like you know hang out with the friends that love her. And I feel like we we have like a lot more context for now. Like you know for now why Sasha puts so much emphasis into friendship herself.
0: Right. And then I like the the fade away. I, actually, let me just double check. Uh. I'm probably going to go into, like, the present-day amphibia, if that's okay with everyone.
3: Yeah, do we... Uh, do you guys... Do you want to talk about uh, how it, Like before before that... Uh, before the transition... That oh, the text, text from RC. right? Yeah, the text, yeah, the text <laughs> yeah. from
8: Marcy. yeah. That would me <laughs> thinking, you know what I mean? It's, it's just... Wow. You, you know, to really get, like, the context, like, the point of views from, like, Like, you know, each member each member of the tree on ants birthday. (laughs) It really gives like the whole thing a different feel.
7: Especially
2: seeing that text message. Mm.
0: Yeah. And yeah, interest like Uh, interestingly, like they don't they've actually they've segmented that like that fateful day like into like so many different segments now. Like you had back in Well you had the the season one and two intros where they, they actually show the inciting event event of Anne opening the box, but then you had a uh, best Franz, or it was just Anne taking the box, and then like ending up in the park. And I'm really, w- without getting in too much into like speculation, I, I it'd be really interesting to see like how how much we haven't seen yet from that I'm scene, not. and if they're gonna if they're gonna show us a little bit more about the moments that happened in between what we've seen so far.
1: Yeah, because we haven't really gotten like an idea of like how Anne's parents thought about like obviously not the opening of the box, they didn't see that. But like that in between period of when they were missing, that seems like something that the show might focus on later. Because we do get something a little bit like after the box was open and like if you give a frog a cookie. With the um, it gives up this weird energy and it opens a portal or whatever. So I think we'll definitely get maybe something, um, in three B, for it because I feel like we're definitely missing that context of what the parents thought when, mm-hmm. when they all disappeared. So oh, that sounds like a really important thing to go on. I was I was thinking referring that
0: maybe. Oh, uh, sorry. Go ahead, Pixels.
4: I was gonna continue on what impacts. Like maybe they can we can see a video like an. Uh... Like an episode like the parents doing a search party or something. And then uh maybe uh it it's been way too long and uh, the parents just kind of gave up at the end. I'm not sure.
0: Oh I was
7: actually yeah, said you... the one, I was just, just referring,
0: referring like to that. the uh just between like the three the three girls, like in between like like any conversations oh. they might have had in between oh. grabbing the box oh. and getting to the park. Because I feel like that's like, like
4: different perspectives,
0: right? Like I think we haven't we've seen Marcy's like perspective on that, like on those few hours. Right. We, we we might not get anything with Sasha because like Sasha was with Anne the entire time, but like maybe something, the three of them in between getting the box, how's how Anne's feeling, and then getting to the park, and then
6: maybe it'll fade back to like that. That'd be the end of the flashback. Yeah. I do think that it would make sense for them to try to do a, a Sasha part if they'd done it on Marcy. I don't know if it would be, because I feel like a lot of the stuff that has happened during and from like Marcy's side has been showcased, but maybe we could get something with Sasha leading up, because I know currently the biggest mystery around her is around her, her home and her parents. Maybe it's like she had a bad day before mm-hmm. or something.
7: Right, yeah. It
4: That's will make a lot of
6: sense.
4: It will make a lot of sense too, because I think that Matt said that three B. There's gonna be a lot of more episodes in in uh, Wartwood, so maybe we get to see we get to see a lot more Sasha.
0: Possible, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just looking at the the text from Marcy. It was it was it was just like Sasha making fun of Marcy, right? Or, or am I thinking about True Colors? Where, like, the the text, the replies above and below.
1: I think there was, like, a a ha-ha and a LOL, and that was, like, really it? I think that's all you see. And then the box itself that Marcy sent. Something generic. Yeah, just kind of, it doesn't really tell you that much, that much. Which may be because they didn't establish Marcy's character, like, fully just yet. You know? So, yeah. Okay.
0: So I think we can go on to the uh present day where we I, I really like that like nice transition with the, the birds to the bugs. And then we have uh Bog, Fennec, and uh forgot the other guy's name. Like they they're just like they lunge into the into the frame. And then like we just see them like crashing the like the party at the end of Anne of the year. And I really like the quick scene of, uh, uh, the planners, like, meeting, like, Anne introducing the planners to Sasha for the first time, and just, I I liked all the small, the small details there. I I mean, I guess, Nick, like, I I like how Anne, uh, like, Polly referred to, like, Sasha as another, another Anne. (laughs)
8: yeah i mean i i I, I gotta say that. the best moment is still I mean I don't know if I've talked about it before, but man, I do love like the rivalry between freaking Sasha. so to see so to go back to where it all started, it was amazing what what do what you like what like, you said, in um I'm ann's best friend too, right I think it's bestie of laws right <laughs>
7: He just just hits, hits him with, him. with the
8: dozen. Yeah, like, yeah, does it. You can feel his heart break. When, and, like, everyone just watches him as it's so fucking awkward. It's amazing. Oh, man, I, I love that scene. I love it. Th- that's where the pettiness starts. Because Sprig never forgot that he <laughs> never forgot. It wasn't killing him. wasn't almost killing him. wasn't a thing that that pissed him off. No, it was that that first interaction between them when she crushed his soul. Well, that was what started it, and that was hilarious.
0: I, I like the little grunts that each of like the planners give when they introduce. Like, it feels like a. It feels like the start of like a fighting game where like you introduce like. Like where you introduce all the characters, like like a character select screen where they make like some random noise. <laughs> like Hop Hop just makes this like weird like annoyed grunt, but but Polly's pretty chill, and like Spring does a little hop.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Spring's I mean, <laughs> he was happy to see her for a good ten seconds. It all went downhill from
0: yeah, and we get and we get uh, Sasha, like once Sasha like learns who Hop Pop, like she fi- like she meets Hop Pop, and we get that quick little like aside, co- side comment she makes, which eventually like comes back into, which eventually like makes sense when we find out like why
2: why they're there.
6: <laughs> yeah, he mentioned she mentions that she thought he would be taller, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: and then and then once we like once sasha like name drops grime like all the planners like we kind of we didn't back in prison break like once we were introduced to like grime properly we just knew like he was the captain at least here we know like he has like a reputation among the people of frog valley like especially like like the planners are basically like our stand in for us like, just explaining to us, like, that Grime, like, means business if he's here.
8: No, it was pretty interesting, like, to mention when, when they, um, were we freaked out about him, right? Like, what, what did they say about Grime? They said, like, was it the cruelest toad ever to live or something? This is pretty interesting to know, like, Grime's kind of small fry compared to, like, you know, the other, like, what, what do they call them, like? I forgot. You know, like, you know their titles, like, Tricks and Bufo. I forgot about the titles. But you guys know what I mean, though. This brings me to interesting thing about that. But yeah, Grime, like... I mean, straight up. Like, he, he just stole that whole scene when he was talking to Warwood and trying to butter them off. <laughs> and, like, I forgot just how fun um, Sasha and Grime's dynamic was, like, back early on in the series. Like, just when... Um, yeah, yeah, when he's giving this whole speech, right? And he finishes it, and Sasha like, <laughs> tells him to make a smile, and, like, we just... You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was just hilarious. Like, Freaks
0: everyone out, makes the baby cry. That was great. The killer
5: smile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so iconic out of Grime.
0: I guess before we before we keep talking about Grime, Ben, what were your thoughts on Reunion? Just your general th- thoughts.
9: Um. Yeah, I I I I liked it. It, it was a good good season finale. Um.
2: Yeah, e- even though
9: Matt, Maggie, right? Yeah, that's her name. Even though she's brought in for like a a minute scene, she she's she's memorable. Um
2: Yeah, you can see
9: like kind of how Sasha was always like the leader of the friendship. In the flashback, um,
2: and yeah,
9: we we get to see more of Grime. Like we see Grime interacting with frogs. That's we get to see more of him. How how he's like. I, I just I I really liked it. This is if not. My favorite episode, pro- probably like at least top three of season one.
0: All right, thank you, Ben. So yeah, like back when, uh, like we we kind of see the the influence Sasha has had on Grime when he tries to like. They 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 don't want to like we know why they're here, but for now, it just they they want to come across as allies rather than like an invading force on the party
1: yeah because like if sasha was like never there like to begin with i bet you Grind would have just like rushed into wartwood like maybe broke into the planter's house or something or just pretty much just stopped in with an army take out um hop hop and that was it but it's a lot more like cleaner here i guess sasha kind of obviously she's more manipulative and stuff she's more scheming So it kind of shows off of Grime a bit more. He's kind of lying a little little bit. He's not not super great at it, but I mean, it gets the job done. Sasha, you know, helps him out a little bit during his speech um, to Wartwood. So, yeah. Also, like, one thing I want to mention with Grime that I thought was interesting, I think um, what Nick brought up, um, it's just like... Because Grime isn't technically as, like... He's equal to the other Toad Lords, right? He's only like, um, I guess, a small fry once he's a fugitive, right? But he still has like so much power in Frog Valley. They're so scared of him. They're like, oh my God, it's Captain Grime. Who the, you know, he never shows up here. He always just brings one of his like, um, some of his army around and that's it. So, and it's interesting to look at Grime too, just from like a villain perspective. Of, like, because once we get to, like, true colors or, like, the rest of the show, like, there's a lot bigger antagonists to deal with. So, I don't know. Just looking back at, like, Grime, how, like, I might be rambling a little bit too much, but I think looking back at, like, Grime as an antagonist is just really interesting. Um, just because, like, of how small scale he is compared to when we get to his robots and all that. So, there we go. That's all I wanted to say.
6: I think the like different perspectives of Grime are a really good example of kind of the background world building, like him being, him being um, sort of like a revered toad warrior to the, the newts, because he works for the, thing, for the king and stuff, but then we get him in Munan, and then like to the people in Toad Valley, he's like big bad toad, it's kind of like a lot of different ways that he gets looked down on, or up at, I guess, but... You can only see like the newts it's kind of a good example of how the newts kind of use the toads as the they're the military stuff. And Yunnan thinks, oh, some toad guy, he worked for the king but he failed. And then, you know, the frogs in Frog Valley are like, the toads are our enemy and we're terrified of them.
0: Right. Like everyone's on a different different like level. Like the like the hierarchy sees Grime in different ways. And then yeah. Yeah, I like that. And then once like once they invite everyone to the banquet, like Mrs. Croker's line, how like it kind of shows that the town is going to uh the they, they default they default to Anne for for like what to do next. I think that's like a nice thing to like I think it's a nice carryover to Anne of the Year how they like all like kind of respect her, and especially in this case where they see someone that looks exactly like her that they defer they default to her to see what to do next.
2: Yeah, I was gonna mention that like, like I think we
3: mentioned before that Anne of the Year and the Reunion kind of work hand in hand together purely because of the fact of how well they lead to one another. And again, there's another example of that of that statement because, like, now that they fully trust Anne, like, there's another human, and naturally, Anne is going to be the first. Naturally, is going to be Anne is going to be the first person they would ask because she's, you know, like they're she's the old she's the only human in, the, in this world, and they are fr- coincidentally they're friends. So,
2: yeah, that's it's a nice it's a nice development there. Nice in detail.
0: Yeah, so once we, like, once everyone agrees, like, yeah, they all get on the... the party... wagon thing. And I, I kind of I kind of like how we had that really... weird pause when Anne asks to bring the... the, like, the planners along. It just, like, it just... it lingers on her face for, like, about half a second before she, like, goes back into her, uh... I guess her role or her.
7: her. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how Usu- to
2: use. Usual, that. usual demeanor. Yeah, her. her. her.
8: First I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of a way to describe how I use the word bitch, but I'll go for it. Whoa, okay. Okay. Well, to be you, fair, you know, no, no. I mean, I mean, no, like,
1: no, 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 no. It's, yeah, fine. it's, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. accurate. I mean, right. yeah. Um,
8: like, yeah, it's just. <laughs> you, her usual her usual demeanor. Yeah. I I just like I feel like watching this the first time, I was like, ooh, that's creepy. But now I'm just rewatching it, and I was like, it just makes me laugh anytime she does that. Because like it, it's pushing her buttons so hard, but because she always puts her in a position puts herself into a position where is she, she has to like win some over by like, tricking them, like it just has to go along with it. It's just so great to see like you know those cracks in the shell. Especially on a rewatch. Fine, uh yeah, it's true. Uh
0: I guess this podcast is not
3: gonna be for kids anymore. That's that's cool.
0: That no, that's fine.
3: We Those gotta, we was gotta it avoid ever the, uh, for kids. It would never was <laughs> was it, was it was ever for kids? until then. Yeah.
0: Last episode <laughs> 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 I mean we gotta we gotta avoid YouTube, like the scenario where YouTube disables the comment section, but I, I don't think that's the case for a two hour Just plus. Everybody recording.
9: starts swearing no, for no, like three seconds. no
0: nah, that's fine.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, no one comments in these videos anyway, since fun. So we we go. They, they they take everyone back to Toad Tower, and I, we you kind of see like the the minor details that this isn't like a normal banquet. Like especially like right when they <laughs> right when they take everyone inside the the castle gates, they like immediately shut the shut the door. Like I, I'm I'm just listening to it again. Yeah, like they make a really they they make the sound effect like extra loud just to remind you it's not uh <laughs> that this isn't gonna be a normal episode. And we can
2: still yeah, see. Like... Actually, yeah, you're right. That. Oh, sorry. I no, like that.
6: Gone. I like that when they get to the tower and just says ominous, like we all know, no one's hiding it. Yeah. so they're just really bad at hiding. It. I mean, just, just the way they crash the Baron <laughs> itself. You know what I mean? Like,
8: like they all jump. And they land loudly surrounding them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who do who they think they're fooling? Like, that, that's why, like, not all of them bought into, uh, into that.
3: Yeah, no, they, really... pull, they pulled the frogs for, like, a solid, a solid 15 minutes before they got busted by spring. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, nah. It,
8: it, it is. It is Renewing just does a really good job. It's just like, like, yeah, you, like, Tom, you're just mentioning how they made that door slam, like, extra loud, like, it really does, sort of, em- yeah, Maureen really does sort of emphasize well, you know, the scenes where it needs to. like... Yeah, even, like, the simple things, even the simple things compared to other so.
0: And I like how they still show Tow Towers still under, like, repairs after the events of, uh, of Prison Break.
2: Yeah, that's a nice little continuity right there.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and then,
0: like, eventually, like, the planners and Anne split off, and I think in both, did, was Hop-Up the one who mentions, like, giving, for the kids to give Anne some space once she reunites with the friend? Uh, I, I feel like he said something similar, uh, like, Marcy at the Gates.
8: Yeah, he does. Like he
3: yeah, 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 yeah
8: you're right. You're, right, you're right, you're right, yeah. It's really not, you know, that's just... See it's like the little touches like that you know what i mean that shows that like, they really get him you know like i just a really that's just a, I, mean, even, like, I mean even so even though we know how Sasha is it's still though no. it's just the fact that Hop Pop like respects Anne's needs and just the fact that she needs to catch up with his friend who she hasn't seen for 3 months so i really like seeing that from Hop Pop
0: yeah like, like Hop Pop's the adult in the room so like he knows like he he kind of understands like what needs to be done yeah
1: what's yeah. going on yeah yeah like, oh,
0: no. to be to be fair like uh
3: like what now we we know what happened with uh children of the spore you know he's not going to do, do he's not going to do he's not going to be polite with sasha if he does know
9: what she's actually
0: planning <laughs> yeah d- definitely i don't think any of them would be <laughs> uh,
9: imagine imagine if hot Pop had like some children of the spore goo left over <laughs> during the events of reunion. Wow. <laughs> and then just like I, I really then just that. like then just like gave that to Anne during the fight. <laughs> and then wow. just slaps it on Sasha. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the show would have taken a very different turn. Yep.
9: Be over and be over a couple minutes early. Yeah. <laughs>
6: We could just tell her to jump off the tower. They wouldn't they wouldn't need to dramatically let her fall. Oh my god. Oh, wow. They wouldn't. They, they wouldn't,
9: wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't tell her to jump off but do a flip like oh my spring <laughs> on me.
2: Like, spring
9: would but not not, not and oh, or oh.
2: pop. pop.
0: I, I guess
8: No even I have the song playing in my head. Jeez you, you guys are dark like <laughs>
9: oh. Yeah, I, I realized when they started playing Lean On Me, like, they they started playing it, I think, a little bit right before the tower, like, started crumbling, actually. So, like, it started playing, and you could kind of tell something bad was going to happen.
6: Oh, I think it, it happened reminds just... the... oh, I, I it, really it reminds me of the... Oh, I guess... It reminds me of... Oh, sorry, Pickle, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. You can. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, we'll probably save like the the tower collapsing talk a little
6: bit later on.
9: Uh yeah, I just yeah okay yeah, makes sense.
6: Okay, but that like the kind of like uh oh moment though it, it really reminds me of in Avatar. There's a moment. I guess this is minor spoilers. I guess fast forward if you don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, but... spoilers for like for it's major. Like spoilers, spoilers, hero, it's minor feedback that I've ever really seen Avatar. Yeah. There's a moment right after the final Agni Kai where you you know, it's like a yay moment and then Zuko looks down on uh Zuko looks down on Azula and she's like sobbing and it's like a oh this isn't that happy. This is this is really sad. why are, why are we celebrating before the thing? Right.
0: And I, I guess like before the plan like after right after Anne and the planners like split up, uh we, we kind of get, so- like, Sasha's aware of, like, how much Anne likes the, how much Anne, like, likes the planners' company, and then she kind of, like, tries and reminds her about, like, what she- what she was like before in paper where she's like, oh, like, what happened to, like, not liking frogs, and I-, I just thought that was, like, a nice, like, okay, so she actually says, oh, you seem close to those three, what happened to frogs, like, being the worst, and then I don't know. I think that was just a nice thing. Like Sasha, Sasha's not oblivious. Like, yeah. See that? That's always a nice. T- oh, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done.
8: Okay, but yeah, no, that's always a nice touch. Like anytime like you know, the girls reunite, you know what I mean? Like there's always like that period. Of t- that's there's always that period of time where they really start to recognize the changes that occurred in one another. You know what I mean? And I feel like, yeah, for some of them, it takes them a while, and like, yeah. I mean, I, I have, like, some thoughts bumping my head, but, yeah, it, it, it is pretty interesting to think about just how they use sort of, like, Sasha and Marcy during Anne's journey in Amphibia, right? Like, they're always, like, they're sort of, like, trying... They're always, like, sort of trying to pull Anne back towards, like, how things used to be right, and, like, that, that, that's, how they, honestly, that, that's how they're usually a major conflict for her in, those, in these first two seasons, you know what I mean? Like, there's Anne's, like, development and change of relationships... Versus Sasha and Marcy just trying to pull her back. So yeah, that, that's some of the stuff I noticed in this episode. You know, just Sasha like constantly recognizing these like little things here and there, just seeing how Anne changed
6: herself. Like that's
8: pretty interesting to see.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. Both the dinner. And? And, oh. uh, go ahead and pack the dinner and Marcy at the gates were like totally dedicated to that. So, right,
1: I'd say like for, for Marcy at the gates, it's kind of in reverse. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, Anne, like, it's more like Anne um, wants to kind of, like, is pretending Marcy hasn't really changed in Amphibia. Like, she kind of wants to keep that status quo of protecting Marcy and keeping her safe. Because Anne, in her head, Marcy's just that clumsy girl who's like, you know, she's pretty smart, but, like, she's super oblivious. And that's still kind of the case in Amphibia, but, like, Marcy at the Gates is all about, like, and realizing, oh, Marcy has grown, she has changed. And that's what makes their friendship better. Like once we get to like in Utopia and stuff and all that. So I'd say it's more of the opposite in Marcy at the gates. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Yeah, it's I actually can't remember any scene where Marcy is the one who's like wanting to go back to where things were. Like with Sasha here. It's actually the reverse, like what they back said.
0: I guess in regards to I guess- in regards to Marcy, like she did progress in some ways, but I think in like at her core, yeah, she she didn't. Yeah. But like I, I oh, guess like she... that's more about like Marcy talk. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like this is all this is a,
3: this episode is about you know and Sasha and Planters. Well, I guess I guess we could save the Marcy talk in another time
1: for Marcy at the gates.
2: Yeah, at Marcy at the gates. I see at the beach, yeah, I mean,
8: like, yeah, yeah. Like, but what what I really did see her, was just like a tug of war. You know what I mean? Between like, just between like, yeah, just just between like, uh, who Sasha I mean, see, views Anne as, and just who, and just what Anne's relationship with the Planters helped her become here. So that's just sort of why I saw between these two.
0: Right, and I like how like once Anne mentions she's been living in the basement, we get to see. How like Sasha's been living like once she got out of like the jail cell, and uh... you know, oh go I ahead.
2: Living like somehow got ketchup, French fries, like KFC, like what the hell?
1: <laughs> it always felt like Sasha was like showing off a little bit to Anne in that part, like just kind of, kind of tr- trying to show like I guess how cool she is in a in her own way to kind of gain dominance over Anne. It's like Anne's living in a basement or whatever. Like, I'll show you what I've been living at the whole time. Just kind of it kind of demonstrates that like hierarchy of Sasha being above Anne, and she keeps trying to demonstrate that to right. her. So yeah.
2: Sasha just wants to show off. Yeah, I wouldn't put a password.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. consistently a show
8: off.
2: Yeah.
8: I also just viewed it as her like trying to win her Anne over, right? Like give her something like really. Really, really, sad. she's been living the high life compared to her. That's crazy. Like, like, I, 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 didn't take a screenshot of the full spread, but like, like, like what, what did she have on that? What she had on the dinner table, like, chicken, pizza, chicken, like pizza, ketchup, fries, ketchup, tacos, fries, like, tacos, like, like, honestly, gourmet, gourmet, compared to what Anne had back then. Like, she said she was eating bugs. I got used to eating bugs for about a month. Like, were there
3: burgers in like,
8: that table too? Yeah, yeah, I think there were. I think Pretty sure, yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: how the heck did they get that? <laughs> but there, there's like some minor details where, like, uh, like the pie had like a couple of flies yeah. on it, and a, a pizza had like a bigger, like a larger than average size mushroom, and I think it looks like a worm, but it's kind of cut off. Like, that, yeah.
8: I want to have. Like, now I'm just thinking of the fact that he tried to make a pizza. Like, wait, oh, it was all of the way back in like Hopluck. Or hopluck. Right? Oh hopluck. Yeah. hopluck. And then like Sasha has like a pizza right here. Like, yeah. without Ann felt seeing that, like she had to risk her life. <laughs> she actually it- had to risk her life, sold away Spriggs' future for pizza, <laughs> and then like Sasha's was like, oh, hey, um, yeah, I I'd probably be up this every weekend. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just, you just on the one, like you just, you just, you just compare both their lives. to an amphibious, just like Christ. Yeah. Like Sasha was much more pampered. Yeah. Well,
2: for for two months, for two months. That, that first month was a very nice there.
7: Yeah, for
2: a little a bit. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And then
3: there's Marcy. He's <laughs> living uh, yeah, like, Marcy, Marcy got part. the uh, best. We got <laughs> free healthcare. Uh, free healthcare. Free healthcare. Heck yeah. She lives in Canada.
5: Yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll call it free with absolutely no strings attached. I mean, at least in Canada, it's
0: like, (laughs) like the. I mean, I'm guessing in Utopia, like teeth and eyes aren't considered luxury luxury parts. (laughs) Uh, That's just me, uh, being salty about our healthcare system. But anyways, yeah, like Ant had ketchup, Uh, which, which (laughs) means like, which means they probably like murdered. Those like tomato monsters, like every week, to like keep a steady su- steady supply.
9: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, wasn't the tomatoes like growing yeah. like under the monster part? So they probably didn't really need to kill them all the time. Yeah. They just probably like
3: yeah, they well, just need to to like tame one, knowing the dis- toads, yeah probably tamed
9: or distracted it. Yeah, yeah. No, knowing toads, they probably like kill it and then like
2: mush it all up.
0: (laughs) Oh man! (laughs) At at least, at least the tomato (laughs) monsters are evil. (laughs)
7: Yeah, Yeah.
0: no
2: evil
9: being general.
0: We don't need to feel bad about them. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, they probably make some killer ketchup. Like, you
3: know, honestly, I, 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 I would
8: murder them.
3: Yeah. Well. It, it would be even better if there's bananas in the world. They could mix them together. Mm. Delicious. Ew.
2: <laughs> Wait.
9: Bananas with ketchup?
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, banana ketchup. Ew. <laughs>
9: ew. <laughs> they're, they're not I, not. Not. I don't not. even like not ketchup, not. but... Ew. <laughs> I guess like Ew, some the, the fudge, the heck,
0: <laughs> and then and then that scene like and then the scene with Sasha and Anne just ends with like her finding out she can take a shower, <laughs> but uh like I know <laughs> I, I know uh, yeah. we, we know Anne
8: at least like yeah what bathed. she was doing in Wartwood, like I see <laughs> okay I just okay okay one I mean, thing I realized is we never got to see like the planter family's bathroom like we never got to see what it looked like.
9: Like we got they probably don't to it, have one. Like, they, they do. They, no, they no, no, go no, to an outhouse or something.
8: No, no, no. No, no, because no, they, no, they, they, they make it. They make out. It. Like, I, I don't stake out. Like when Hopper took a battering ram, of all <laughs> things a giant smash down the door. We didn't get to see it, but like we, we did hear the whole thing. And, like, yeah, apparently they do have the bathroom, but we've just never seen it. And damn, I just realized how much I missed the house. Maybe their bathroom I, I, is a fire pit. I missed their house so much.
0: I-, I guess they they probably have like a bathtub and like just not running water like, to have a shower.
6: I don't think they have a bathtub because like in the the quarantine thing they called the bathtub the living pot, the the indoor pond so it's pretty clear that. Really <laughs> oh <laughs> poor uh,
7: <laughs>
8: Please uh,
6: do
8: have. I don't even, do they even have soap? Like any any anything that you do? they they
6: have to have soap, <laughs> please. No, like, they like brushing. It's teeth like a since. Six months, there's no way she's been showering.
8: Yeah, no, she's reportedly
6: like... she got something in Nootopia. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she only showered like, like... in cavities, like
8: six cricket legs
6: or something.
9: Like, yeah, well, like she she always...
0: in the I
2: very, think very she first episode,
9: eight... yeah, cavities, yeah.
0: In the very first episode, Anne brushed her teeth though.
9: But she, I mean, she... we can
8: assume at some point she ran out though. Like, oh, the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ran out of
0: toothpaste. Yeah. yeah, went months
8: about brushing her teeth properly.
9: They probably have a bug that is used as toothpaste. I mean... They don't have teeth, They have le-
8: no. bugs yeah, that I'm are like used... No. Eight cavities, though! Eight cavities! like, probably, frogs...
2: It's probably not I a mean, no,
8: Do
3: frogs yeah. have
8: teeth? That's the
3: question. Well, in this I case... Mean, they're, oh, wait, they, they, they're, they're shown to
9: have them. teeth.
3: Yeah, they, yeah, these these frogs have teeth, but I don't think they brush Or floss.
0: But yeah, I guess. You don't know that. I guess moving on from Anne's hygiene, we had a.
7: <laughs>
0: we, we, we get to see how the planners are doing, and it's like it's a pretty like, it's a pretty plentiful banquet. Like, like even though we find out this is a trap, it's still they, they It's still, all
9: a sham.
0: Yeah, at least at least the toads were like hospitable hospitable enough to like. Yeah. Give all, oh give yeah, all yeah it was, food, a, it I was it. a
9: nice banquet. I, I, w- I would have loved to be a prisoner at that banquet. That got oh, all yeah. some good food. Yeah,
8: totally, Hop-Hop totally crab totally legs. When I, yeah, he's trying to hoard all the crab legs. Like that, that's a mood. Like, he's yeah, like, he's telling
5: Polly to throw the crab leg, throw the <laughs> potato. Now, it's a perfectly reasonable explanation to make it that fancy. Anything that's left after you've gotten rid of all of the frogs is now toad food. Easy peasy. Wait, got your own banquet. I hate to I need to Google this. Do to, Do toads?
0: No. <laughs> what
9: do, what? do, do, do toads, toads eat, eat? Frogs. Frogs. I don't think I mean, so. No, I don't. Think. I, I doubt it.
5: Once I, you mean, mean, it wolf below, I mean, some toads are cannibalistic. The rest of them run. Yeah. Then you eat the actual banquet, the food that the frogs haven't eaten.
9: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that... some some toads are.
3: Dang, it, dang it, Sons Fury! Now you made me thought of a scene of uh, where the Toads murder everyone in the freaking banquet If the show is like eight, if, if the show is an adult show airing on like Adult Swim or something,
8: <laughs> yikes! Honestly, I I put I put my money on Warwood being able to beat them though. I mean, we like Warwoods an army themselves, like like we know that for a fact. Like they've repelled like I'm a, so yeah, this is not even that. That's not even the first time being surrounded by a bunch of Toads. I mean, they they have this. Yeah. Eve. I mean, Chuck, like dude moves at the speed of light pretty much so
0: like <laughs> <I> <laughs> want money on him And I kinda this is such a minor thing, but like when Mrs. Croker is like uh taking all of the uh refreshments, I think she did the same thing in uh <laughs> yeah. in hop hop and luck, I think.
9: Like, was oh she t- yeah, she's uh, just like oh, chugging down another one. Like, oh, oh yeah, oh, <laughs> another, another
8: one. one. Yeah, on. <laughs> they have
6: absolutely zero manners and it's just great. <laughs> I think the the real uh the real uh, most important arc in Amphibia is Miss Crocker fighting her uh, addiction. <laughs>
9: <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Season three B has an episode where Sasha pulls together all the Wartwood. Citizens for Miss Croker's intervention.
6: No,
3: no, that's gonna that's gonna be the the girls slash uh townie episode. Sasha, Sasha and Mrs. Croker, where they share together live stories over drinks. Sasha learns how to be an alcoholic for the first time.
9: It ends with them going on a drunken rampage.
3: Heck yeah. Sasha embracing her uh ancestral roots
0: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i i get, we get to see uh uh sprig actually picking up on uh, social cues for like the second time in the series the first being anything involving Anne's friends
5: <laughs> and i just... oh yeah that was
3: oh sorry what? Going, going. why is, is sprig so good at like picking up What's going on with like the girls? But yet yeah, he's so oblivious to everything else.
9: I mean, like he just—he—he's a—he's a boy. We're—we're we're kind of oblivious to some stuff.
3: <laughs> well, I guess to be fair, like, and is like S- Sprig's best friend. I feel
6: like it is his responsibility to look after her. Yeah. He 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 knows what's up when it matters. Yeah. For the we don't talk about <laughs> that.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah no, but that that was that was such a funny little scene though. Like he goes up to that guy, he's like, Hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, Nothing, don't do anything, okay? Then he's just like, sure, buddy. Like this kid gets up like that Tow guard puts all his trust in spring <laughs> and like he walks away. Like he glances back at him and like you know what I mean? Like they both share a Smile. like as if they're on the same page. That's fake. That's break Total, And then
9: he's just yeah, he's and he's just oh like, man, this
7: hey, is a everybody, sham.
8: Everybody, like that was so good. Hey everybody, this is a sham.
3: We're be, we're be, not we're not guests. We're prisoners. <laughs> we're prisoners.
0: Thank you. And, and no. then uh, <laughs> I, I like how uh, like the guard, he's just like. Sweating uncontrollably, like right when, like, right when even right when Sprig walks up to him, and then like after that, like just when he thinks, like, yeah, everything's like under control, like Sprig just like Sprig knows he's just messing with the guy, yeah,
8: just absolute betrayal (laughs) from
0: Sprig. I kind of like it, like, I think this is the third time we've had in the season where uh Sprig like establishes like a bond. Between like just a random character and just immediately shatters that trust. Like the first time it was the uh, the, the pumpkin monster, second time the conductor, and then now with this uh, the toad guard.
6: Yeah, no, then I'll make
8: for some really funny scenes
6: every single time. Yeah, we need to stop talking about Sasha. Sprig's the master manipulator here. He's he's the real <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's he's way too good at it.
8: He's way too good at it. Oh, like, he, he quickly. Was- Oh, go ahead. Like he, like he's usually stupid, but when it counts, he, he's actually good. What yeah. he's, what he's doing. He yeah, quickly forges friendships and he just tosses them away. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the corporate, the corporate mindset. We wonder why he only had one friend before Anne. He just keeps tossing them away. <laughs> <laughs> he's betrayed all. Like, of act- them. like actually tossing them. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then, uh... Yeah, I just love the expression of Sprig on the table. <laughs> and then, yeah, we get...
8: Oh, you have a Muppet face.
0: Yeah. And and then once we get, like, we get that quick scene of, uh... Stuff like the chaos, like, unfolding, and then, like, I just like that quick thing of the Polly, like... Did Polly knock a guy to the ground, and then... <laughs> I'm just rewinding
2: She used, it. like, a... She's like a one-man army. But, you know, that, was just, that whole scene was just great, though. You know, what I, mean? I just I just love it though when like,
8: Wortwood is always underestimated, but then as soon as they get feisty, like, they're like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Because like, there's always that oh shit moment with an enemy. That was just great to see her again. Yeah.
3: Now, uh, now that you mentioned Polly, oh man, I'm so happy she's not the same.
2: Character as she was in season one.
6: What's <laughs> well, that one? E? I think Molly was <laughs> fine in season one. Like, like no, we were, no, no, I'm no, I'm not. Yeah, like she. I'm not saying that she was a bad character in season one, but like, I just appreciated
3: how much she changed in season like in the, in the future of the show.
6: Yeah, the... She, she's like actually getting an arc before <laughs> she was just like flat comic relief.
8: Uh, yeah you know she went from like sweet and endearing to all oh, sweet endearing and violent to like critical uh snotty.
6: <laughs> i don't oh, think she was ever not violent though <laughs> oh, like, yeah i think yeah, no, no, that, that's why <laughs> uh, uh, no funny.
9: yeah she was all she was always violent she just wasn't like the center of attention or something yeah i think it's interesting uh, yeah, no. i think out of
0: all the characters in this episode, like, I, I'm probably, got, I'm not gonna, get too heavy on it, but Polly was definitely, she didn't really have the, like, we had Sprig and Anne's relationship, like, like, contrast with Sasha, we had Hop-Op's role, in like, being the catalyst for this episode itself, with the re- rebellion, and whatnot, yeah. but like, Polly really didn't really have a role, well, in like, not, in, well, not in, much
3: of in, a role, but like, a, like, uh, I guess, like, an arc
0: going in here. Yeah, I, I guess an arc. in.
1: i think it's used for comedy more than anything, so she only really, like, because Polly only really becomes, like, super, like, she only really has her own, like, story, I would say, like, once we get to, like, Frobo and stuff. Yeah, I think... Polly's episodes in this season are kind of, like, they don't really change her that much. He's kind of static for now.
0: But so. I think... I do think, like, after season one, Polly ends up becoming the most dynamic character in terms of, like, she goes through the most physical change. Frobo really changes how she... After Frobo, she definitely, like, we get to see her, like, another side of her with, like, the engineering things in season three. I'm I'm getting a little bit... Yeah, Yeah, I'm getting a little bit too far ahead of myself, but I guess she's the one who brings in Frobo and Microangelo, which... It's, it's nice how, like, Michelangelo ended up being, like, the, like, it's, like, the future to, like, uh, the predecessor, not predecessor, but like successor. The neg- the successor to Bessie, and then Frobo is like, this, like, unaging, uh, like, thing from the past that could, that, mm-hmm. re- that would probably, like, advance the planner's future in terms of just, like, work around the house, which is, I don't know, like, maybe that's all I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it off at that.
3: Yeah, plus like yeah. her violence is nerfed. So yeah, like and we can leave over that.
0: I mean still the yeah, violence yeah, is still it. there, just has a motive. <laughs>
3: but, yeah. Which which yeah, might true, be true. But... Which <laughs> might
0: be more deadly now, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we go it's back. More to, concentrated now. Yeah, exactly.
1: And just wouldn't know what they would Anyways, like
0: So we go back to like Anne and Sasha, and then this is pretty much where uh like Sasha gives like the she gives a glimpse of like the bigger picture beyond Wartwood on how Um Like there's like kind of a, there's a rebellion forming against the the hierarchy in Amphibia, specifically the Frog Valley Frog Valley against the toad, the toads. And we find out like Hop Pop was the root of all of this and like, events such as Toad Tax, uh Haw Popular were actually like the repercussions of those of those episodes actually like led to this led to this confrontation happening? I guess you can also count Planter's last stand on that too. Oh right, because that's when Hop Hop lost the stand. That's like everything that yeah, every, everything related yeah. to the stand like played played a role in getting to. Yeah. Reunion, which is an interesting mm-hmm. way to like weave all those segments together with season one with reunion.
7: Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, the whole and you just really, great because, like, oh, God, God.
1: Oh, I was going to say, like, yeah, and you don't really like when you're watching season one, you aren't really thinking about like how these story beats are going to lead anywhere because they aren't really mentioned after that point until you get to reunion. Like I think like the entire show kind of does that just in general of like setting up all these big story beats and then everything kind of gets revealed to you at the end. So I think that's really interesting to kind of look back at like season one in general and how it kind of relates to Reunion so well. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, like, really like like,
8: like watching out, yeah, watching. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, but like, yeah. Watching Reunion for the first time, like I definitely did get that feeling you I me mean, just mentioned on like just, like these episodes, that I didn't think would like come together in a big way like this, you know. Like I never imagined that, but like, but when they did, you know, it gave like having Sasha and Anne finally reunite, like that already gave a reunion a big feeling. But just knowing that all these separate plots that I witnessed just amplified it even more, like it really did feel like the season was coming together just by mentioning these few things.
1: And I think, like, um, honest to God, I think that's also like kind of what's happening with, I might be going too far, but that's definitely something that's happening with 3A. That's going to be a big thing once we get to like 3B in general. So like, once you notice those patterns in Amphibia, like the show's never wasting your time, essentially. So, yeah.
7: Right. I
0: like, I like this idea that the, I really like this idea that there were more eyes on Wartwood than we initially thought and then like sasha like we get to see the map behind sasha with the uh just the names of the other towns uh it's like swampshiro uh sorry swamp uh swamp Sh- yeah swampshiro lily Paddington, and uh bug bottom but we we didn't we're not gonna we're not gonna revisit these we're not gonna visit these towns but i know matt mentioned in an a m a that we were, we would get a look at swampshiro but that was back in like season two, so I don't know, maybe things change, plans change, but I hope we hope we get to see these other towns to some extent.
7: That's gonna
2: be the three B plot. Eh, we're but we're getting ahead of ourselves.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the main the main thing is that like Sasha like Anne finds out like Hop up is like the, the reason the toads are here. And, like, they're planning on executing him. And we find it was all Sasha's idea, which uh,
2: makes things even more complicated. Yeah, it's just great. See, that's, like, it's little things like that that
8: just really give you, like, the full feeling of relationship with Grime, right? Like, she's she's the brain, she's the brawn, like, she's the, like, she's the, 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 like... I'm losing my words. Yeah, conspirator, she's, like... Yeah, the manipulative one. Well, Grime, like, and just what I really do like is just how they feed off one another. You know what I mean? Like, not to go into later bits of the episode, but you guys already know what I mean, right? Like, just how they how they teach each other and just learn from each other. It's just really something. Also, it's kind of crazy that a thirteen-year-old girl is actually
3: responsible for the (laughs) plan to inspire killing.
6: Old grandpa, like
7: what? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I know
6: Sasha's thing is strength, but she she's pretty smart. At least when it comes to like, she's not emotionally mature, but she like gets how to work people. You know, she knows how to
2: yeah.
6: scheme. I mean, Grum says it. You know, manipulating, backstabbing, scheming is all her things. I I, fe- I feel like it's a oh. problem though. <laughs>
9: Oh <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. I, I also just want to say real quick that reunion is when we first learn of Flipboard, which is the chess-like game from uh, the first temple. Oh, and okay, that—that's yeah, like yeah, that's, that's like when we like see a little
1: it later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like
9: Grime, Grime says, Flipboard and another game, and then later but... we obviously see it.
5: You—they were all playing bog jump while you were playing flip what?
9: Yeah,
0: bog
5: jump. Though. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then, yeah, Anne just like immediately runs out, and uh, she yeah she doesn't take that like she's obviously she doesn't take this well, and then we cut back to the planners, or not the planners, just like all the townsfolk, and they they start the riot.
1: They're freaking out.
0: Yeah, I guess like once uh, apparently this fight seemed pretty tame until Ivy like threw the dish.
6: <sighs> yeah.
9: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ivy. Uh, Ivy, Ivy also went crazy there.
0: But then, like right before, like the Toads can like escalate. Like that's when like Anne comes into. She she just puts her hood up, but I guess it makes sense from the Toad and the Toad and Frogs perspective. Like they've never. Seen anyone like Anne or Sasha before? So just like Anne, probably was like able to easily dupe them all at the time.
9: Yeah, no, you mean,
0: <laughs> her, her Sasha. I mean, Anne, Anne. also like, it, it did it like, kind
9: of use a Sasha type speech.
0: The valley pattern, the valley girl I guess.
9: voice. Yeah, yeah,
0: but
2: like she didn't.
9: She didn't just sound like Anne. She. She, she, kind of yeah. she she mimics Sasha a little bit.
6: I wonder how Anna Akana kind of felt about it because it's kind of her real voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> Anna Akana's
3: voice is not even ba- is not she doesn't even have the valley girl accent. Like,
6: that was just so
8: mean. That was so it's, <laughs> like that was Sasha. Oh wow!
7: She was
8: like, is that what <laughs> thinks, Like, is, is that what I sound like? She was like, is that what I just like? Imagine she was just around to hear that. Like that, that was. <laughs> Yes. Yes, Queen. Okay, please, please stop. <laughs> love, you know, but something something I did like about this scene though. It's just like it just makes it question like how effective was a of a lieutenant was Sasha. I mean, goddamn, like the toes, they're like, Yeah, you're in tr- yeah, you're in trouble now. Just because like <laughs> like the fact that Sasha's even more intimidating than them, like it just it just
6: makes you think, like, what kind of shit did Sasha get up to that just gave her this reputation? Honestly, the image of like the, this thirteen-year-old girl, you know, whatever taking the taking the toads to the pain room or like telling her to drop and give me twenty is so funny. That's
9: and Sasha's version of drop and give me twenty is probably something like
6: Work-ups. give
9: me give me twenty.
2: Like she probably just I, I don't know, like, probably something
9: teenage related.
2: It's funny.
3: 20
0: push-ups, or sit-ups, because she's a a cheerleader. With one hand behind the back. One hand behind the back. Yeah. We make Small
9: do a pyramid. Whenever they they get in trouble.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's like, not the pyramid!
9: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta do guard duty in the pyramid shape. Uh,
6: it makes me laugh. But she just glares at them and makes a snarky remark and just absolutely destroys their self esteem. Like she has like oh, I was oh, about to say like
9: say that. yeah. Yeah, yeah to destroy... that was so good. Good job, Percy or something. She,
1: like she has destroyed the whole somebody. social status and everything. She has like you 20 were she has almost 20 toads. as good as
9: the other guy.
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, what do you say them? She has like 20 toads just
0: like Form a pyramid outside the outside the tower, and she just like watches from like afar for like twenty minutes.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! She's like, if you get out of the pyramid shape, I will never forgive you.
6: It's not even invited to my birthday party.
3: It's not. Yeah, it's not even like the normal pyramid. It's the inverted one where like there's one
9: person at the bottom. Oh my God!
7: (laughs) i kind of want an
9: episode the now is person at the bottom is the most per is the person who fucked up the most <laughs> yeah. and at the top <laughs> is the least uh
4: i kind of want an
0: episode now that would be so funny Uh and I, I like how when Anne like walks in and just reveals herself like spring just like shouts her name and like and like it's like this like yeah long... i'm surprised
9: none of the toads were like listening through the door and we're like Hmm. I wonder why nobody's screaming, and none of them like bust in or anything.
0: And then I like how Sprig was like about to like like redo his line back in like when he like the the prisoners line, but then like Anne stops him.
7: <laughs> well, yes, yeah, like, just interrupts. yeah, prisoners right now. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and also, <laughs> I also like pop pops Uh, like. Once Hop Hop finds out, he's like so like. He's just admiring the photo, and then just starts freaking out when reality
9: sets in. Yeah, yeah. It is a good poster. Oh no, I'm gonna die!
8: Oh, I forgot to say, that. I, I I really love how one of the newspapers of Hop was literally just him eating a sandwich. Yeah,
0: was like, it was like something in the really? quiet defiance. Oh. Like that was like the the article yeah. title.
2: And he was literally just eating a
0: sandwich.
2: <laughs> like... Yeah, and then, uh...
0: Yeah, we get her interacting with Loglin and, and uh...
9: Wally, and we get that scene with, like, Wally pulling out the boom
0: shrooms.
9: We could blow this place sky high, Anne. <laughs> and then, like... Wink. Yeah, like... <laughs> But he's using his bad eye. Yeah, he's using the bad
0: eye, so, like... <laughs> I mean, Wally...
5: <gasps> I, like I appreciate
0: how, Wally... oh, go ahead. So how they make it
5: clear that he is winking. He is trying to wink with his dead eye. And I make it, like, with his... The way Wally's entire body just kind of winks for him, like... And yeah, he, her... he moves his body so forward as if he was winking and you can tell even the first time yeah he's winking but he's not winking because that's his dead eye
1: this is gonna be a whole problem (laughs) yeah you hear the sound effect for it and everything too so and i I bet bet if they use the other
9: i bet if they like use the other eye they could have like played it off as like i couldn't tell if you were winking or blinking or something but but it was just as good with them using his dead eye.
0: Oh pickle! You wanted to, you wanted to say something.
6: I was just mentioning the later on he you know there's the scene where he's placing down the boom shrooms and it's just like the the building of oh no, on top of the other oh no that you kind of have when you first take winks I guess
0: right. And then uh. Loggle was being like as helpful as usual.
9: <laughs> yeah, he's just, I do. I don't. <laughs> I, lo- I, I, know. I love that.
8: Like, I, I, even though it's annoying, I also just love that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like... <laughs> it,
9: and then it's, it's like one of literally the Literally everyone, moments. literally everyone, like, gets mad at Loggle in that moment.
7: Mm-hmm.
9: Like, the entire <laughs> town.
5: <laughs> so, That's how I mean, Robert like, is away with call? doing it again. Like, like well, the well, only well, reason that works is because everybody else in the room has the exact same reaction as the audience and just goes, yeah. Oh, not this
8: again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, they're gonna be fighting the core, like, they're gonna be out of ideas. <laughs> and, so, and like, <laughs> you know what, Long's gonna be doing if they ask if anyone has an idea for it.
0: Man. Yeah, and then they, they go into. Yeah, that, go that is just one of my favorite ongoing gags.
6: Time before the end of the show. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we need, we need oh, to get Loggle on. again. Yeah,
3: there's, gonna more, there's gonna be one more. There's gonna be one more logol gag by the end.
8: Oh, yeah. there has to be. There has to be.
3: I mean, Loggle was in the season three intro. Like,
0: he has to be.
8: Yeah, he's gonna be big. I'm a logle season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Year of the logol.
2: Loggle episode. <laughs>
0: It's such a log one. <laughs> log um, <with> the axolotl, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they head into the basement. We get like Polly, just like, like Felicia, uh, F- Felicia, I think is that that was Ivy's mom's yeah. mother's yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like she. I like how Polly just immediately just like when she like hops into the sewer like, like, I guess her like the motion like kind of like helps the. The pan down into the next scene. Which is nice. And then, uh... Yeah, not much to add here. Like, just, like, the funny gag with, like, another monster. Then Pickle brought up the, the boom shrooms. Like, we see how many <laughs> that wall he has set. And we know it's gonna come back eventually. And then eventually... Once they get above ground, they're, they're
2: immediately caught. Uh...
9: They're like immediately caught and then just brought right back to the top of the tower.
0: Yeah, like it's like from yeah bottom to
2: top again, and then
0: yeah. So I'm guessing, well, I'm guessing this was the only viable exit. That's why they got there. Um... Yeah, not much to add there. Like I guess now we can get into like the tower, the tower talk where. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like a giant Venus flytrap is waiting for Hop Hop at the bottom, and then yeah, we get the flipboard bog jump thing, bog jump gag. Ah,
6: uh, who foreshadow?
0: I just like the the detail of like how like Grime kind of like the quote is that there's no other way. Creature, um, our wa- our very way of life is at stake. I don't expect an outsider like you to understand, so it's like, yeah, a lot of this, uh, language is
2: very, I
0: guess, this would probably be, like, really relevant, this would, I don't want to say accurate, it's just that, if, if this was from, like, the very first or second episode, like, you wouldn't too much about it because it makes sense because Anne's like brand new to the world but like now like we've seen her interact with Warwood so it's like we we, we know she's not that yeah. much of an outsider anymore
2: but damn it, it's just
0: knowing how Grime is now you know it was just like see this
8: is this is like the pleasure that comes with just revisiting the earlier parts of the se- like the series just having Grime like feel like you know what I mean like he, he's so ingrained with the system like he believes so much of the system, and just having having like it's not even just about doing his job. Like having someone actually challenge that, like it, it pisses him off. Like Am's presence right there, like he is disgusted. Like just just witnessing her even like challenge anything that's going on here. So yeah, that was just great. It was also, Troy Baker, holy shit, like really killing of grime.
0: Yeah, Troy Baker was great. Um especially later on where once like the action starts and then I think Troy Baker mentioned that like his performance as Grime is kind of like cat like and you kind of get that with the, the trial by combat scene.
7: Yeah.
8: That, that Like that, like it's, it's the voice. Like there's something he does with his, like when he pronounces certain words, like there's just something that you know what I mean? He sort of like drags on it, but it's like, he's... like purrs. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. It's is really nice, a really nice touch, like, Jesus. The like, grind, like, practically steals any scene that he's in in Reunion, like, he just, all the focus is
2: just on him, just, just a couple words.
0: Yeah, and then we, like, once they grab Hop-Hop, like, everyone's getting ready to throw down, and then, uh, when Anne pulls out her sword to, like, defend Hop-Hop, like, Sasha once again, like, kind of, like, controls the crowd when she, like, momentarily stops the fighting and tries to, like, reach through Anne one last time with the like, the end of discussion thing. Like, Sun Sphere you brought up, like, how this is kind of, like, the the end, like, this is, like, the nuclear option for Sasha to try and control Anne.
2: It also really shows, like, Sasha's general
6: sort of Crowd. she has like control over the crowd she can just cut through it and tell them to stop
8: right and then like yeah 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 when she like yeah when she like you know roared like that's nothing there's like echo like she just all, all the focus just placed on her after that oh yeah also, I, I also did love the use of her um of her theme right when she got Anne to put down the sword like that was just like that was just great. Like the little snippets there. Like that was all we had back then. You know what I mean? Like like the ominous. Like what, what, was it was it piano they were using for a theme? Like uh, I don't know. But like you guys it. I mean. it's like,
0: like something you'd hear solid, from yeah. like a like a music box. So like the music box and Sasha's yeah. like theme at the time were kind of like interchangeable. Yeah, they kind of similar. Yeah, they didn't have something definitive at the time, so they both yeah. kind of worked hand in hand. Uh in my arms. Oh, yeah, before before Stomp Heart, uh, Heart Stomper. <laughs> Stop Parker. <Heart>. Yeah, Heart <laughs>
2: Stomper. Yeah. Stop it, man.
0: Yeah, and then, of course, we have uh, Sprig Let's coming go. in for the... Let's go! S- Sprig. For the assist. Yeah, he comes in for, like, the save. I just, I like like how he's, like, he literally, like... What's what's the the term? Like, just he threw mud or was.
2: It's.
0: Fling. Oh, yeah, flinging mud. (laughs) I'm not not even
8: gonna say
0: it. I'm not even gonna say it. it. What? I don't even wanna. Because
8: they literally just went for a fucking sewer. I'm not not gonna say (laughs) that. He was like. He
0: he threw, threw shit at her. (laughs) <laughs> oh my! Like, oh,
7: like you I
8: know, know I mean, like if that didn't did happen before, up? I wouldn't be saying I wouldn't be thinking it. But the <laughs> fact they went, you have to wonder where he got that pretty fast. Like I don't. Know.
9: <laughs> I mean, he he like pulled it out of his pocket or something. Like why does he have mud in his pocket?
7: That's why they
8: hate each other! That's why they
2: hate
8: each other! That's why they
7: hate each other! That's why they hate each other! That's why they hate each
8: other! Hate each other. <laughs> like, it's that! That's what started it! That's what started
9: this <laughs> video! Okay. That's what you said, Fleamer? Fleamer, you okay there? You good? No! <laughs>
7: I'm sorry.
9: Breathe, Fleamer. Breathe. <laughs>
0: God damn it, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I just muted my mic for a few seconds. Um, <laughs> like, uh, and Dang it, man.
8: Wow.
7: I'll
0: exact, I like exact. Fantastic it. Fantastic
8: scene. Fantastic scene. And, yeah. I have to say, like, it is a great, it is an amazing scene right there. It really made, like, if you didn't love Sprann before, you're going to love him in this long moment now. Like, just the fact that Saucer tried to pull her bullshit on Anne again. Sort of like, Like, really, because from Saj's point of view, like, Anne was like a wild dog, like, that she hasn't seen for months now. Like, she was constantly trying to pull her back, like, subdue her back to that version of Anne that she knew and loved, right? And like, here she almost had it, right? She almost caged Anne, just like that. But no, Sprig, Sprig, right then, like, he knows the best parts of Anne. He knows Anne at her best, and he knew that, like, what he saw right there, that was not a good part of her, and that was not – like, and he knew for a fact that that's not who she wants to be at all. And so, yeah, it was up to him to pull her out of that, and I just love it. I love how they use Sprig. I, it wasn't Hop-Hop. It wasn't Hop-Hop. It wasn't Polly, It was Sprig, who knew her heart the most in Amphibian. I just love that.
0: Yeah, and also it puts a lot – like you – it shows like even though Sprig – in comparison to the time, like, Anne has spent with Sprig compared to Sasha, like, Sprig had a better understanding of, like, who Anne could be. And I think, I know, Sensory, you wanted to talk about, like, Anne, like, Anne being heroic. And, uh, yeah, I like how, like, Sprig is the one who brings her back and, like, makes every like, mm-hmm. crystallizes everything. Like, this entire arc that Anne yeah. has.
5: Yeah, she, it, Sprig's backing her up in that final key moment, that make or break. This is the defining moment of Anne being heroic in season one, and Sprig's right there, her best friend, ready to back her up. And that's who Anne is as a as an individual throughout all of season one. She's always linked to Sprig, and they're always like going on adventures together. And that final moment pushes them as this duo, and being heroic, finally standing up for what she should have done many, many days a- weeks ago.
6: That's your exact wording, isn't it? She said, I should have done this a long time ago. Yep. Right, and then
5: that's when we get uh, the sword fight, or was it like the duel? That's like the goo it's moment just anything. after the sword fight. Well, it's pretty much the same, yeah. Just at the f- great... at the end of the sword fight,
0: and then uh, I'm trying. To... Yeah, like we get that quick moment between like uh, Sasha and Grime, and then like Grime is the one to uh uh we we kind of see like Grime is Sasha Sprig. And, uh, like, her, his influence on her, and it, it kind of just, like, complicates the situation even more, where he pretty much hmm. pits them, like, he pits them in, like, a bubble to, like, figure their stuff out, and they're just, like, the and spectator.
3: He, yeah, like, didn't he say, like, an
8: incredible, like, monologue in that? He, yeah, was like, like, he was like, it's my, it's my time to give advice to you, stamp this out, or nothing will ever be the same between you again. Something like that, I think. And then, like... Yeah, that is just... Like, ah. Because, like, yeah, I, make, I know we talked about it before, just how, like... Stamp her rides. out. Yes,
3: yeah, like, just...
7: Stamp her out.
3: Make her... Stamp her out. Make her... Make her yield. Fail. And everything will not be the same. Yeah, for
5: yeah, exactly. yeah. So, nothing of, will be the same. Yeah.
6: yeah. Grandma's is kind yeah. of the anti Sprig here. Like, Sprig's yeah. like... Go you know, straight to your heart, and you gotta stand up to her. And just as Sasha's, like seemingly kind of absorbing what Anne is saying and maybe even batting herself or at least in shock grime is immediately there to say no take control of this you're Sasha you're not allowed to listen to other people you got to be the strong one and stamp her out
8: hmm. yeah that's just one of the things i really like about this episode, is just like the like the foils here you know what i mean the character it's just the straight-up character foils we have here like the Anne versus Sasha, spring versus grime like just how you can see how, like, you know, one creates, like, an actual mutual benefiting, like, relationship, and this other one is just, like, you, you see how they bring the worst out of each other, and especially, and especially what Grime does for Sasha in this episode. Like, you, we really get to see how her life at, in Toad Tower just transformed her, like, because she, she, I mean, it's never explicitly said, but, like, come on, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm not the big politics it, but like he literally made a child soldier. <laughs> like that is awesome, but like it's just crazy though how she goes from like a queen bee in her school to this. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just one of the fast. It's one of the really fascinating parts about this episode. Yeah,
5: um, yeah. Mutual, just dis- mutually destructive, <laughs> rather than mutually mutually supportive of Adam Sprig. Yeah,
1: I Although- love how um to, to go on to Sasha for a second I love how shocked she is like um when Anne defends herself she's like that's new that's mm-hmm. never happened before like she doesn't know what to do like she's a bit flustered every single other time we always saw Sasha in control or even when something bad happened she still always kind of kept calm and kept to her act. but now when it's here when Anne like For once in her life, Anne actually steps up or stands up against Sasha. Sasha is just confused. She doesn't know what to do. And then it's grime that comes in that kind of reinforces that fact, that toxic behavior of Sasha. And it kind of goes from there. So I always love that little aspect. Because it's kind of like what you see out of Sasha in season two. Season two, Sasha's a lot more, like, upset. And, like, she gets, like, anger outbursts a bit more in there. And... It's her losing control, and she doesn't know what to do at that point. So I just love that scene. Really good. So.
6: Yeah, especially because you can see how Sasha, her, her whole thing, even she tries to, she like, he has this manipulative front, but once that stops working, she really feels like she has nothing. Like She kind of has a bit of a, a crisis in Toadcatcher. Catcher. You see her like spiraling and resorting to violence because she doesn't know what else she can do. She has all this anger, but she can't be cold and quiet about it anymore. And, like, later she tries to take it back, but in the dinner you can see it falters very quickly as soon as Anne breaks it again.
2: Yeah, that's just great, yeah. That's a great analysis right
6: there. I feel like this
3: episode kind of established that Sasha's kind of impulsive in her decision. I mean, we've known it for the longest time, but, like, Fred, this is the start of the...
2: I th- yeah, I think this is the episode where we really start... where it all really started to, like, to show it some more.
1: Yeah, it's, it's once Sasha... Once Sasha doesn't have power or control over anything, she has no clue what to do. Like, she's aimless. So, yeah. Right,
0: and then, I like how, like, once Brig gave, like, Anne that push, she's, like, completely, like, confident in herself, so, like, even when, like, Hop-Pop kind of just, like, is there to, like, try and, I guess, be, like, the voice, not voice of reason, just, like, try to, like, reach out to Anne, like, Anne's, like, completely, like, uh, focused, I guess in terms of like just standing up to Sasha.
2: And, see, like there's
8: that that just the last part of that scene, you know what I mean, where like Anne tells her like, you know, tells Spray, like, thank you for like thanks for leaving me, you know? Like see, like it, it, it's the it's just that last touch is what I feel like really brings it. I mean, well besides besides of course Sprague saying, like, Spraying against the world, like it's just like that last like just that last line Anne has in that scene, you know what I mean, where she just tells where she just thanks Sprague for, like, having trust or having faith in her. Even so, she was, like, you know, falling towards, like, her her bad side here, you know, where she's, like, just willing to let people trample all over her her because she's just afraid of them. And, like, it was just a really tender moment right there because, you know, Sprague, he does believe in the best. He does, like, yeah, he does believe in the best of, of Anne. Like, he believes that she's a hero, right? Like, that's always, that's honestly, yeah, that's always been how he's viewed her. And, like, for Anne, like, that's... Very, very sweet. Like, that's just really sweet to, her, um, to have someone like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Sprig, in, in Sprig's eyes, she is a hero, a very ugly hero.
2: Yeah.
6: Right. Yeah, it's, it's always it's always <laughs> such a sweet part of their dynamic is the way that Sprig looks, so looks up to Anne as his big sister and also doesn't totally realize how much Anne loves and respects him back. But, like, he does in a way, but it's like (laughs) a mutual sort of looking up to each other sort of thing where they just both love each other so much is so sweet. And in every episode, it's been shown.
0: Yeah. And then, yes, like, Ed's completely like ready to like oppose Sasha. We get the, we get a bit of the fight and. Yeah, like like Impact mentioned earlier, like and, like Sasha like makes that comment about like, oh Anne wasn't like you weren't like this like back home. And uh I, I guess like Sasha was a little bit more creative in this fight, and Anne was basically just more on the defensive.
8: <laughs> yeah, pretty much still defending herself. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, it's just ah it, it, it's just because I know, I know, like who boarded this team? Was it In Ball? Like
0: no, she didn't come on until
8: season two. Okay, okay. Yeah, because, because I just know, like Matt, he's always like, um, when, when he met, sort of when he sort of talked about the fight between Anne and Sasha, he also mentioned how he just likes like the sort of storytelling that's told through the fight, and you can just see like, yeah, you can really tell what's going on here. Like this is Anne just trying to stand up for herself, and this is versus Sasha who's. Desperately trying to reestablish the status quo any, any way she can, and like you can just really just see how the you can just really see how they're how they're doing it for this fight, you know? what I mean, like and it's just trying to deflect. I mean, whatever Sauce is like aiming at her for, and like I don't know, like I guess Sauce is just trying to knock her down or something. But yeah, it's it's just really
1: good. Speaking, of, think, oh.
2: I, no, go ahead, I, go ahead.
1: Okay, um, I think one thing that so I talked about this a little bit in combat camp of how like. The action has sort of evolved in amphibia and one of the things i mentioned was like um a lot of the action Phobia is very character driven and less based upon like the setting right and reunions are really like cool example of that where you see like kasash is the more clever manipulative one so she always has like a plan or a trick up her sleeve right like she always she has that um When she's, like, on the ropes against Anne, when she loses the sword, she has a knife on her, like, ready to go. Um, She uses the cape to draw on Anne. She's, like, always thinking, like, she always has a plan. But what makes Sasha lose that fight is that she underestimates Anne. Like, she always thinks, like, she's above her all the time. So, like, when Anne's on the floor and stuff, when she's on the ground, Sasha thinks she's won. Like, whatever. She's not going to do anything. That's kind of Sasha's hubris of not being able to understand how Anne has changed and she's not like just this like pushover anymore she underestimates her all the time so every single time Anne wins it's because Sasha's like thinking small of her so I love that about this fight I think that's really cool so yeah
8: yeah just, they're absolutely solid guy yeah, honestly that's like
1: a, <laughs> that's a really good analysis of the whole fight man yeah
8: yeah
3: and like, it's also kind of sad that she never really learned her lesson,
0: <laughs> even after this fight. Yeah, and pickle. Uh, third times a charm.
9: Third times a charm.
0: And I think pickle. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. hope they don't have to
6: fight again. <laughs>
0: you wanted to bring up like the yeah, I was thinking about the parallels between here and True Colors. Like, but I'll, I'll let you take over that.
3: Uh, also, a uh, question because I know there's a little bit the topic, but like, is this the is is this uh? Is this the episode where there are the most writers for one? Like, there are four writers for this episode, which I think is the most for an episode in Amphibia. I could be wrong. I think,
1: I think, think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Um,
6: how many did Two Colors have?
1: Two. Two, two. Two. Two.
6: Oh, two. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's mostly two. Like,
3: for. For amphibia episodes, like there's mostly either one or two writers
0: for, for,
6: for the double. Yeah. I really wanted for the to, to stick for, the landing yeah. here because this dictated you know if they would be getting more seasons for the 22 mm. minute episodes. Yeah. It's
0: usually two writers, and then for the two single writers, segments, so. it's it's almost always one, one writer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But pickle, you wanted to bring up the like the parallels between like the True Colors fight and the and the reunion fight, right?
6: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the most obvious thing here is really the, I think, the ever, the, something that a lot of people noticed, which is the versus, in the, in the fight, in the, in the first fight at reunion, Anne is kind of trying to, to play more defensively while Sasha's fighting dirty and really trying to get at her. Well, in the, the later fight, I mean, it's even confirmed by Matt himself. Sasha's all trying to be like, "Hey, wait, wait, we should, we should talk about this." Well, Anne is just absolutely going for the vitals. Done with, done with Sasha.
2: Oh, like no, no
6: more, no more, uh, no more holding back. Even though Sasha really is holding back. But I think another one is, I mean, even outside of just the 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 Anne fights, Sasha always runs her mouth when she's fighting. I mean, you can see it's kind of part of her how she thinks on her feet and is always trying to find a way to get an edge by manipulating people. But it often actually backfires on her. I mean, in, in in reunion, even and herself is like, like, do you ever stop talking when she gets rid of the, the sword? And then in um, and then in in the True Colors one, it's her trying to to talk and down instead of just fighting her and beating her which honestly understandable in that position compared to some of the other things she was doing but it also leads to her losing and then even in in toadcatcher when she fights yunan she she she's on the she's on the up she's on she has the upper hand and then she pauses and and like teases yunan she says are you struggling and kind of laughs at her and then immediately yunan overpowers her but then talking wins that fight anyway because she manages to get at Yunen's ego, but I think it's it's very interesting to see how her sort of personality really plays into her fighting style with her kind of tricks and in her, her her scheming while she's fighting. Do
7: you think Do you think
3: Sasha would win a very important fight if she uh, stops talking and focuses on the fighting itself, or? Can't she use that, manipul- that manipulation in her advantage for good, you know, in I a later I think there are time. times
6: she really needed to stop talking, but it, it definitely works out for her sometimes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And especially with the, uh, like, using the cape to, like, to, like, blind the other, like, uh, Sasha does it here oh. and then Anne does it in yeah. True Colors.
2: Yeah,
3: and and definitely picked up some uh, tricks up Sasha's sleeve.
2: Yeah, it's just—I mean, it, it, it's just so great, you know. And, and like, honestly, I, I, I mean, I mean, you guys basically said everything I wanted to say about like the whole parallels we have between those. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, you still
8: i mean, even though we only have like two, two, two of those, two of these two, like fight, two scenes of these two fighting, but like these still make for like the amphibious best scenes. Just the fact that decide they decided they wanted to create parallels between them, just.
0: Amplifies it even more, in my opinion. Yeah. Sure. For sure. And also, this this episode got away with like <laughs> giving Sasha a scar
6: by Anne. Oh
2: it's, yeah. It's a small. I scar. The, the,
6: yeah, I believe the storyboard had her bleeding, but then they changed it just to be a red line in the final. I don't know how and, much of that was choice and S and versus compared to SMP though. It's definitely SMP. Yeah.
0: It's merely a scratch. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
8: it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's just great with the Scarborough, you know, resembles, right? And I feel like that's probably never going to go away. And I feel like, yeah, honestly, I mean, maybe they'll have it fade a little bit in the future, but I feel like at this point, I mean, we can tell the Scarborough resembles, right? Just like a permanent reminder to Sausage just how she's sort of failed and as a friend, you know what I mean? Sort of like forced into a horrible situation where she had to defend not only herself, but also just like her friends and family, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, like, right when like, Sasha, not Sasha, sorry, Anne, like, finally wins the fight, and then like, Grime refuses to, like, hold up his end of the bargain, uh, Wally's gambit.
2: That cheater.
8: Wally?
0: <laughs> Wally comes, yeah, Wally comes in, with, not Wally himself, but, like, his plan comes to fruition.
8: But you, have to, you have to question like how many boom shrooms is that guy packing? I mean
0: like enough he, to like take down like a stronghold. Yeah, that was
8: crazy, man. Like see, that's why Wally's good for rebellions. Like but-
0: Wally, <laughs> Wally out.
3: is Wally is a is a closeted terrorist. Real
7: question is <laughs> why do you bring all those to a party?
8: Yeah, no, and and how long was he carrying all those boom shrooms for? <laughs> like. Did he have it? At Ann- yeah. Did he have it at Ann's party?
3: Yeah, through? he
1: probably like, had it then. Oh, he yeah, he, had yeah it. he did. Yeah, it was yeah. right after it. So yeah, he Damn, was gonna.
3: He, he was gonna bomb the. He was gonna bomb the party, so make sure it would be the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wall, he man.
1: does this. He does this on like a normal basis, just bombing parties, just because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Fucking Wally.
8: Well, it was just <laughs> great. <man.
1: laughs>
8: yeah, did they, didn't yeah, did Wally and get that little scene where she's like, Wally, what did you do? And he's like, Why? Can you not tell I was winking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I did? What I yeah. Well, that say, <laughs> <"Why not?" laughs> yeah. Oh, was great. Man, I freaking
2: love Wally.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Wally's the source of all this trauma. <laughs> yeah,
7: I'm free. Wally
0: <laughs> is the source of the trauma, and you guys say that she
3: yeah. that Wally is actually Ant's best friend. War, amphibia.
6: Expected her to be mad at Wally after reunion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> aren't you the, the frog who blew up my towel and almost killed me? You can't hold against Wally. You can't. You can't be mad yeah. at that face.
8: Oh, see, yeah, you can never be mad at Wally. Yeah, I can. <laughs>
6: they should have like brought it up in ann and Wally. Like, had there been an actual like. Resentment towards Wally that sort of gets resolved ah. as she <laughs> eliminates Wally. Yeah, and then to be that fair, episode was w- packed with so much, though.
1: Yeah. yeah, to be fair, like Wally is sort of the reason why Hot Pop doesn't get killed in that episode because Grimes <laughs> grabs him, then, grabs him, and then you know, so yeah. You can so, sort of well, thank Wally for saving them at the end, technically. Wally's true neutral, man. Like, Wally, he,
8: he, Wally just does what Wally does. You know, he's true neutral. He's the Jack Sparrow of Amphibia.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or was it chaotic neutral? Wait, no, no. Yeah, true, true. Never mind.
0: Uh, Wally's more chaotic neutral, but at least...
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so like the tower comes crashing down and then uh lean on me starts playing and
7: okay.
0: What did I think Matt mentioned in an interview, like they got it because they had a lot left over in the budget. <laughs> so they're able to get this in. <laughs> uh. He said it cost like he said like lean
3: on me.
0: yes. He
8: said like yes on the price for head. And then like well, like 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 I don't even know. He said like multiply by that. Multiply that by ten. Like that I don't even I don't even yeah. want to know how much that, how much is he having like, what, a minute in the show cost? Like,
2: it's been insane.
6: I don't know, this My might friend. be, it be an unpopular opinion, but I kind of wish they had they had, had TJ Hill compose a thing for it instead of using Lean On Me. Cause, like, Ooh. I mean, it made for a great moment, but everyone already knows Lean On Me. It's not like you're going to start, for most cases, you're not going to start associating it with this scene like if they had made their own thing they could have really sort of done what they did in true colors where they had the, the big song that everyone's gonna hear and be like oh this is the true colors song they could have had the reunion song you know oh yeah,
7: yeah. i mean
6: yeah. I, I i agree with you there because like i i okay, i i i guess i i
8: like having licensed music my shows but i feel like with liam yeah i'm i'm not, I'm not as in love with it is like you know I mean, a lot of people in the of are like I, I like this song i like how they use it in the scene but like yeah i wouldn't have mind like having some more original music for you know just more original music used here in um, uh, true car Co- not true cause Co- i but Co- in reunion yeah I if you do original music
5: down. i think mm-hmm. you'd have to do it in a different way because lean on me preempts the actual event it's setting you up it's priming the audience for something emotional to happen and then we get the whole fall and everything like that if you use original music there that it yeah there are things you can do but it's less you don't get as much of a priming unless you do some very specific like musical stuff it would be interesting to see how it would be different but it'd be n- remarkably different. You couldn't just make something up and have it slide in the exact same. Yeah. Uh
3: yeah, I think yeah, I, I kind of agree with Sun's theory here because like yeah, they could do original music, but I feel like lean on me, I guess the presence of the licensed music and like a song like lead on me makes this makes the scene more legit it stands out more yeah there yeah it stands out a lot more i i feel like there's no other song that could capture the moment or the emotion of that moment better than like
2: but i, I think i think maybe, like I, I, yeah. I don't know because like
0: i was
1: going to oh, go ahead in, go in, in Go ahead, impact. Oh, go ahead, impact. Oh, I think like the difference between like the the True Colors I think theme and like Lean on Me. I think it's just like the sense of tone to it. With True Colors, it's just very like epic. Like oh my god, so much stuff is happening. Um, every single time you hear it, they kind of bring it back in turning point too. As soon as you hear the song, you know exactly where you're at at that point. But I think "Lean on Me" works well just because, like, it's like a juxtaposition to what's happening. Like in the scene itself, there's like the the towers crumbling and whatnot, and it feels like there should be like a big like action beat there or something, something that's super like chaotic and crazy. But it's very like calm and almost a little sad to it. I think "Lean on Me" just works really well for that scene, just with the tone it's going for. And it just feels very, like, I'll always remember Lean On Me to being on this scene specifically. It's a famous song, yes, but I think, like, I will always connect it to this scene in Amphibia. So I think it still works extremely well for it. So, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely, oh, okay, go ahead, Phil.
0: Oh, I was going to, like, bring up, Uh, I think, like, a minor problem I had with season one is that, like, there wasn't, like the music in like the music in season 1's fine but it doesn't really you don't really get a lot of enough moments where it's just the music like leading the scene it's usually like the sound effects or the dialogue so like i guess reunion was like one of the few moments where that wasn't really the case so it would have been nice to yeah. get like some original music but then i think like as we like once we got season 2 like i didn't really i didn't really think about it as much
8: yeah, because season two was like holy shit. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Like the music, man. Like, yeah,
2: like,
8: yeah, because like because here's my thing. I I, I mean definitely works with the scene. Just the idea that like, just the idea of you singing to your friend that you will always be there for them, even for their toughest times. Like it definitely does. Like, it, it it's like it tries to call on like like a better version of Sasha and Ant's friendship as it's falling apart, as this tower falls apart. But like I guess. Just, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm a TJ Hill song. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> and T- transformations um, music. I'm sorry, I, I still have not seen anything T- <laughs> that's top that for me. TJ Hill alone, man. that scene is just too fucking good. Like, and then the credits, the credits to True Colors. Like, I'm sorry. Like, 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 Lean On Me is a good song, but like, when Amphibia lets TJ Hill run wild, that man just—he no, he, he was made for the show. Like, he knows. Absolutely the kind of music Amphibia needs. So like <laughs> Yeah. It's my very elaborate way to say like yeah, just just let TJ Hill handle every emotional scene in Amphibia.
2: Just add Rebecca Sugar in the freaking cast or music team. They gotten Rebecca Sugar for, for um I
3: know, I know. Yeah, I know they song. got her for Froggy Little Christmas, but I want her for I want her to be in the finale. I want her to make one last song.
6: Yeah, we need her. But (laughs) it's true that Lean On Me did, it it did work well for that scene because you had the, like, you have the the whole players grabbing and pulling Ann up and, you know, being the shoulder to lean on, especially later in the scene. And then you also have, like, the kind of twist of irony of how Sasha was never able to be that, even though she may or may not thought she was. Or how Ann is being that for her right now and then Sasha rejects her, basically. Just didn't get really ties in, and I'm it kind of works out. So
8: yeah, that's a that's a really good way to look at it.
6: Yeah.
0: And then, I mean, even for Sa- for Sasha, like Grime ends up being like the one, like like Sasha ends up like leaning on Grime by the end.
7: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's that it's not that actually that's about, that's about, that's about Sasha and friendship, but Grime and Sasha's friendship. <laughs> you know,
8: that's just Brime a really
6: great, were great were moment, all along
8: yeah. Like, just, just when you don't know, like, how that scene's going to end, and Grime leaps in to save her, like, that is just a really, really, really powerful moment. And, like, then we have the shot of him, like, yeah, it was just, ah, it really gave Amphibia such, like, I don't know, like, like like a not prestigious, but just such a, like an amazing feeling to it, you know, just one, just... I know it's, it's it's a miserable scene for him, but just like having Grimes stare down at her, scowl at her, while he's like carrying Sasha and then disappearing into the woods, like that was just really powerful, right there. You know what I mean? Like it really made you want to see what would
6: happen next to these two. Like oof, their friendship, right there. I mean, Christ, it's really great. Yeah, I can say, like I I liked season two, early season two, but it was just a little bit like, okay, what when's Sasha episode? When are we gonna get the result? Like, oh my God! <laughs>
0: Wait, no, there, <laughs> oh my I God!
6: Not,
3: not typical, typical, typical amphibia fans be like, yeah. where's
8: Joshua, worse Marshy." I mean,
0: no, no. It's, <laughs> it's it's, under, calm
3: it's down, understandable.
8: Down, calm down, down. Yeah, it's, like, it's not. Yeah, honestly, I'm more. I, I'm I'm more for the grind time. Like, like I'm for the grind time. <laughs> the real,
0: yeah, the real question it's is, grime where's, grime? where's grime Where's grind time? And then, uh. Yeah, like, the planners all, like, try to, like, hold her up. We get that, like, iconic shot with the, uh, of, like, the, like, in the shot, the shadow in the moon. That was all, like... and Or, like,
7: yeah,
8: and Are we gonna... Yeah, the red moon. Like, that is such a great shot, you know, her just falling down. (laughs) Uh, It sounds sounds rueful to me to say, but I'm sorry, Sasha, but that made for a great shot. Like, her falling (laughs) off the tower, like, the red moon, in the background, like, just... Damn, like that was good. That was good. good. I read. Good job, it, Sasha. Twice.
3: Yeah, good job, Sasha. Your, your falling is great. Like it made for a great angle. Now, can you do that again one more time?
8: <laughs> oh, sh- oh,
0: should we Guess talk about the line? So like, aesthetic.
7: Like, hmm.
8: Or should we talk about the line? Like, you know, like you're um, better
0: off without me. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've always seen that as sort of like a mix between like last minute spite from Sasha, but also just like her just truly really feeling sad about this whole situation you know what i mean because i mean as, as, as much as a bitch each of these girls can be like they always do mean well for their friends you know what i mean and, and part of the girl fear is just learning how to do better at that but here like yeah she she maybe she doesn't truly understand how she failed and this point but she did know that she fucked up somehow and like Having that realization watched over her, yeah, that definitely
5: did hurt her. I, yeah, kind I of- do really like the Sasha being completely honest there, take, rather than the she's just trying to mess with Anne, because it's just this moment of, like, there is some good in her, but it's desperately trying to make a change against the <laughs> fairly dodgy side of
2: Sasha.
7: Yeah. Mm.
0: We also got that brief moment of like Toadstool, like pulling everyone, pulling a bunch of townsfolk out.
8: Yeah, Toadstool Redemption. (laughs) Well, not really Redemption because he's only saving the townsfolk because he could tax them. I mean, he
1: didn't have to carry them all the way, though.
8: He he did care, but he carried them all the way to Warwood. I mean, he didn't have to do
1: any of that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's just saying that, you know, but he does maybe a little bit care about them. Just a little bit. Yeah.
3: I know, I know know that he actually cares about them. Especially
6: now we know with uh, Total Redemption, but you know. Yeah. At the time. What do you guys think with a capitalist? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
7: Yeah. He won me over.
8: Total won me over. He won
2: me over. (laughs) Too good. Capitalism always wins, Pickle. You have to remember that.
6: but it's true Toad, toadstool you know set up to be someone you're gonna hate he's like the greedy guy who's always gonna be stealing yeah. money. and then like they did they did well with making him more of like a a turnaround not really a redemption arc it's more like he got a he got tamed by the town
7: yeah
8: yeah yeah like he sure he, shr- he went from like Constantly scheming something, like whether or not like it was like to get money or or gain political favor. To like basically having those um fail and just yeah, really reaching a neutral point in the town. You know what I mean? Then like we have moments like this reunion end of the year where he actually does help out the town. And like I mean, he still does have a scheme here and there, but it's never really awful for the town itself. And then yeah, we would finally have him have a turning point where he just truly really loves being here and it's just, it, it, it's just kind of nice like it's nothing amazing but it's just kind of well done and it just it has a lot of good payoff i mean
2: it, it leads to one of the amphibious best episodes i'd say
6: you're such a side character yeah. not bad yeah not bad for a side character yeah pretty
3: yeah not
0: bad for a side character
3: yeah oh well, the planters too. they're pretty good at side characters
0: Okay, let's let's. Wow. <laughs> let's, 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 yeah. So yeah. So we get to the, <laughs> we get to that point where like the side characters, you know, they they come into like once Grime and the Toad Army leaves, we're basically left with Anne and the Planners on top, and y- you know, usually they have the uh... like just in cartoons in general when you when you have like the. Comedic tears, and then you have like the realistic more like serious tears and like that's that's the case that's that that's the case here with Anne, especially like she finally breaks down,
8: yeah, and all this stress and pressure right there,
0: yeah, and, like really like the players can't like there's not really much the players can do other than just like be present yeah yeah it's it's really like bittersweet
6: moment to end. Can we on. talk about Brenda Song's voice acting too? Yeah, it's 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 phenomenal. Like, yeah, that yeah, was really <laughs> great in the scene. I think, I don't know why, but she really just whenever there's a scene where Anna's crying, she sounds so realistic. I don't know how she just makes the, the crying sound so emotional. Like the breath hitches as she cries. It's, it's too real. It got me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's always the part of the scene that gets me. I mean, it's not even like, it's not even just as a sacrifice, you know
8: what I mean? It's, it's just when Anne just can't hold it together anymore. Like, she just went through, like, a lot and just starts to break down. You know, she just doesn't have the strength to hold it.
3: I guess I guess it's just the experience of Brenda's song as an actress. Even though, like, isn't Anne Boonjoy her first voice acting role in her, like, 20 plus year career?
1: I think so.
3: Yeah, I think she Yeah, and, yeah I think and it's impressive in my like okay, like yeah, she's an actress but like she's live action. She's not used to voice acting, but the f- I guess I guess that 20 plus years of experience
8: pay off in this role as Anne. It's it's yeah. just always funny to think about how like I don't know, it's just weird to think about how like I was watching like while well, like, the sweet life of Zack and Cody and like <laughs> I turn around and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like now she's voicing one of my favorite main characters ever. Like I never expected that. But yeah, she's done a great job in HD, isn't it? And the best part of this is just seeing how she just like I feel like she's definitely changed um you know Anne's voice by season three, but yeah, but part of that's just because she's become like a really, 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 really great voice actor by that point. Like it's just great. Yeah. Oh gosh, Dan. Like I can't
3: oh, man, I can't re- I can't really think of anyone else who could voice Ann Choi as Brenda Song. Like, yeah, I guess. That, I mean, to be fair, I get that could be that could calm down for the fact there's some limited choices to like I VAs, but like what they got is
8: so much. It's so good. Like I don't think they would meet anyone. Yeah, it's on yeah. point. Of, it's just on point in my opinion. Like I, I, I literally cannot imagine anyone else. Like no, no one comes to mind. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah and it's weird to think too that originally like like anna akana and like Haley chu were originally supposed to be were like and, possible and voices Anne. for Anne. yeah That's so like weird to think like or oh. she's voiced with Anne. yeah like <laughs> or or sasha's voice with Anne coming up. Anne, yeah <laughs> i can't i i can't like as I much
3: can't. as as much as i like, love anna akana performer i can't imagine her being a humble 13 year old
1: yeah like it, sometimes i wish they would do like a panel or something where like an Arcada would read like a uh, an line or something or haley Chu. that would that's such a weird timeline that could have happened so <laughs> it's just interesting yeah
3: like i can only imagine ayana as a bratty as a bratty bitch or a very, so mean. <laughs> a,
6: a very stressed twenty twenty something year old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get she's good at her roles. I think yeah. she could have made Anne work. I think she could have. I mean, like Brenda Song just fits with Anne, and, and Anna kind of just fits with Sasha. But yeah. I think she, they could have yeah. done each other's yeah. roles well anyway. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I do. I do think Anna kind of could have worked as uh as uh, as Anne if if she tries. Like she's a great voice actress; she can do something.
6: And uh, I think it would have changed her character, though. I think she would have been more like, sort of like the spunky, the like the edge on her, where she's sort of more stubborn and a little a little bit. A little bit, you know, self-obsessed as all teenagers are. They they, they lean in come out more. Yeah, they lean in more.
2: Uh, with Anne's brat side, like in early, early season one, a lot more.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, I I think by uh. Actually, I wouldn't say there's like a definitive end to when Anne becomes like less bratty which is good
2: yeah
8: i
3: mean
0: like, yeah it's yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: that, that, that's like, what i
8: do
7: that's like yeah one of the she, things i
8: really like mm-hmm. about each show. there's never like i like them i i know you're gonna tell me if i say like there's not there's no there's not a definitive moment where you can really say it becomes a planter i know you're gonna, do that. <laughs> know you're gonna no 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 offer. no we do but, like <laughs> what i do like is it's just it's like a gradual sliding. like there's not a specific point right where like the show tells you yeah she's a planter now but like at some point, you just feel it, man. Like, I don't, it, and it, it doesn't even matter when. Like, you just feel it at some point, And like, it doesn't matter whether or not you remember a specific episode, that like, that gave you that biggest feeling. It, it, just, it just comes naturally. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that sort of is the same thing with Bradness, right? Like, it's just something that, it's not like a huge part of a character I'd say, but it's like something that she just, she just becomes a lot more mellowed out and like down to earth, you know what I mean? Like, she just becomes like less, Oh, like, less bratty, I guess.
3: Yeah, like, we saw that, yeah, we saw that in in Season 3A, where, you know, we compared to what she was, like, six years ago, it's a lot, she's a lot more, um, a lot more proactive when it comes to doing good things to the community and stuff. And not just worry about, you know, usual teenage shenanigans,
2: like, fashion or crushes or expensive stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, Anne's, like, motivation by, like, 3A is, like, always good. She rarely has, like, okay, maybe Sprig's birthday, you could argue. Even then, I wouldn't say so. Like, Mm -hmm. Anne's motivation is always in a good place. Like, no matter what. Her selfishness is kind of gone a little bit. And the only time, like, And still has problems as a character, but like, yeah, her motivation's always good. Just sometimes the action she does because of that motivation is always kind of her flaw, at least in season three. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah.
2: And to be fair, like, it couldn't be helped after everything that happened. Yeah.
0: So, I guess we can go into like, So after the events of Toad Tower, we get back to Wartwood. Everyone arrives back exhausted, because it's two parties in one night, as Wally said. Uh, And we're kind of left with Anne and the planners just kind of wondering what to do next. And here we, we, we get Anne, like... Telling like I think this is the first time Anne says out loud that like she considers the Planners family. I think I thought that was a really nice way. Just just the way the season ends off with like them staring off on into the into the distance and like the end of part one. It really gets like sets the. It's it feels yeah it feels like a bow, on top of like a, on top of like a gift. Just like season one is just like a very, I, I, it's not too self-contained, but it's like, like Matt mentioned in his, uh, in interviews, like that reunion was really like the, like season one was a very like self-contained story. Like if it had, it, it's, it was structured as if this was the only season he'd get
2: and it really, it really shines through.
5: It's a nice end to like bookend to part one, and yeah, it just lays out here's the world, look at how far we've come, and let's get ready for some more adventure. Which is exactly the right thing to eventually lead into the expanding adventures of season two, especially 2A, when the world just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger. It's nice to have that moment of reflection before any of that actually starts right at the end of season one and also like, yeah. I like how at the time when
0: like when reunion came out, the speculation was really wild because we honestly didn't really know the direction the show would go in it didn't It didn't end off on a cliffhanger it didn't really. Throw in like a new villain at the very end. It was it was very much, and it didn't really like tease like Marcy or something. It just it was mostly Anne and the Planners, the, and that's pretty much what the show has always been about. Like stripping yeah. away all the like intergalactic like invasion and like the toxic friendships. It's really a lot just about Anne. Just going to a new place and how that like inform, like how that changes her as a person. Then later on, that same like philosophy, or just I guess that same template is like added onto the planners and really makes Amphibia come full circle.
7: Yeah, I, no matter
3: how many times the people who view the show say otherwise, you know, the, the, the actual focus of the show is something else. You no. Know what the this goal of this entire show is like what you said about Anne Boon and her journey with book and her journey across the world with their their family. That's what that's, that's always been about and like I, I, I and I and I really love what uh I really love what you and Sun said about how this how how the calm nature of this of this ending Really, you know, really wraps, really wraps up everything that happened season
2: one to get us ready to the real adventure, which is season two and beyond. Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm like yeah, for me, just just seeing like um,
8: you know, just those words like end of part one, like that, like because I yeah, I feel like I'm, like a big part of like going through season one was just like getting surprised by how ambitious it could be because like when you first i mean like personally for me when i first started i thought it was just like you know just just a funny frog show but like you know it kept on surprising me like here and there and just ending the whole season off after like all this crazy stuff that just happened with end of part one like that gave it an absolutely grand feeling like and yeah i was super excited to see where would go next after that and yeah definitely, got me pumped up but like yeah also just yeah, just that, that nice little moment of Anne, like, you know, yeah, Hop-Up was, like, warning about it, like, warning her of the dangers of, of going outside the valley, like, of exploring Amphibia further, but, like, to her, it didn't matter, you know, because, like, she just saw the just right there, and that's when she knew she was home, that's when she knew she was going to be all right if that's so. Yeah, it's a really nice way to kick off, well, not to kick off, but the end off, season one.
0: And we, we know how... Uh... Like, we know, especially for the first season, like, for any kind of show, like, you're still figuring stuff out, but the part one really makes it feel less like it's, like, a... Anne and Wartwood is very much, like, a trading ground or, like, a tutorial level for Anne, but the part one at least makes it feel like season one wasn't just, like, some kind of... Uh, see what works what doesn't and then okay now season two is where the real story starts it's very much like season one is a part of the story that the show's yeah. trying to tell
8: yeah, and i'm pretty yeah. sure amphibia its themes worked out by that point you know i mean like like matt like no because i mean that's why matt is able to like rattle on and on and about like the match of the show like like it's thematic through lines like he's because he knows exactly what kind of energy you want to put into the show and, like you already described some, like just the idea of going to this new, bizarre, unknown place and just being transformed by it. You know what I mean? And just getting used to that place and learning to love it. Like, that's, that's sort of the spirit that he's carried throughout this entire series. And, like, that's what we saw here by the end of Season 1. Like, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch of times, right? Just how there is definitely a direction of Season 1. Like, it may seem aimless, but when you actually, like, review it, when you actually think about it, you can see, like, there's sense of direction here. You can see like how you, you can see how you can break off season one into different parts. Like, there's definitely something going on here.
6: Yeah. There's also about that about that end of part one thing. I've always been thinking, you know, end of part one, end of part two. You know, when I see end of part three, it's gonna be so sad. But I wonder if they'll just do end. I mean it's it's not Ooh. the end of a part oh, it's yeah. the end it's the end or I'm
8: going to start crying the
3: Yeah they
8: oh, absolutely will <laughs> Oh we we will they'll pull will.
9: they'll pull a Phineas and Ferb and have like Anne face the camera and like wave goodbye closing the door on her house or something
3: Nah we're nah that's going to be spring I we don't still even want an epilogue. Yeah, the epilogue. We don't see the girls in the epilogue. Just Sprig.
2: But she's the old man just, now.
6: The entire last episode is just Spring staring at the camera and like eating beetles or something. <laughs> uh, but no. he has
8: a ball. Of be- he has a ball it's, of beetles. He's eating of a spoon. <laughs> it's 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 Sprig retelling the story of amphibian.
3: To his so, children, and
9: he's the old man now.
3: Yeah, he's the old man. He's actually He actually has a storybook that contains everything that happened. That's like the main character.
0: And then a portal opens and, and appears. So back to the guess, uh, Going back. What, what pickle, <laughs> just going off what pickle mentioned about like whether or not we're getting end of part three or just the end. Like, I, I know, like. I'm, I'm sure, like, any creator's going to say, like, oh, like, these characters are going to, like, keep going on their own adventure, but a lot about, like, a lot of the show is revolved around, like, revolves, like, around Anne and the planners being together. That's, like, Amphibia. So, you know, we have Anne saying, like, if we're together, we'll be all right, but then we, we, we know, like... They're not going to be yeah, together Eventually,
9: forever. they're going to have to, like, yeah, or yeah, like once,
0: like once they go back to their like their dimensions and their lives, like that's pretty much like you get that. That's no longer really like anything. Without that, isn't really amphibia.
9: Yeah, I agree. So, yeah,
0: and I just, I just think it's watch, interesting. Watch
9: them pull a isn't. Amphibia is no, hard ben, ben, not not now, so, yes, not now, I don't,
3: I don't, I don't wanna, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna,
0: I don't wanna cast this. It's okay. I, I guess. Okay, <laughs> going back to my point, like you have an
9: or Amphibia is like actually on Earth and it's just, like, a random island in the ocean <laughs> that <laughs> the <laughs> world's <laughs> governments haven't discovered somehow.
0: But, uh... Okay, I guess... Going, uh, okay, go, going, back I on, know, going back on topic... Shit, what was my...
8: It was... Oh, you were, you, you were saying that... I'm oh, you about, you to be wait, 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 wait. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so,
0: yeah, so it's just mm-hmm. weird how, like, the show... Anne and the planners, like, came together from, like... Like ex like for external forces like Marcy Destiny whatever and then like those external events like formed like the 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 ground or the foundation of the show and then by the end of the series we might get to a point where like those same external forces like end up taking that away from us and I think that's like the real like bittersweet tragedy of Mm -hmm. like. Amphibia's story. Mm, true.
2: Damn, but ah, uh, but yeah, I, I
0: just, just just going back to how like
8: the plants are like the heart and soul of Amphibia. But, I mean, because, yeah, that's that's sort of how I always view the series myself. You know what I mean? Because always, it, it's never just been about like how Anne is going to react to all these new things. Like it, this is the core group of the show. And, like, yeah, it, it's just nice and sweet to see them at this point right here. You know what I mean? Like this, just. Knowing that they're like a a, just, uh, a tight loving family, that that's just really nice.
0: Yeah, and then we we have like the special credits. Like this is the first time we get those uh, storybooks. Ooh, Yeah, yeah, the storybook feel of like Anne throughout the season. Like we had uh, like the first co- like encounter between Anne and Sprig, and then Toad Tax versus Bog. And then we just get like a new shot of like just the planners like looking out into the. I think yeah. like sh- shooting stars. Yeah, I-, I just really like that. Uh, like the s- story, storybook background that they have the out the outline.
7: Really so sweet. Yeah.
6: yeah, it definitely gives it that like the the cartoon show feel. It's like, yes, this is the the wholesome story I'm watching.
2: Mm. Okay. Uh I do want
6: to
3: say one more thing that I like, could be interesting to discuss because like we talked about this episode for like a good few hours now and like we discussed a lot of the stuff and like we know it is a big episode. So it's crazy to me that this episode feels so minuscule compared to what we've seen in the future of show. <laughs> Like, we, like, again, like, we get it, like, this is the part, this is the end of, like, you know, the adventure before the actual real adventure, but, considering what we know now, everything that happened in this episode feels so small-scale compared to eldritch abominations, possessions, political, like,
0: political, political, political struggles, Like, oh, God, it's ridiculous. I mean, this is a good time to go into, uh, to, into like, to start wrapping up. (laughs) Now that I, like, look at the time, we're in about almost three hours in. But I guess, Limer, any, any, any other final, like, any final thoughts you want to give?
8: Well, I guess, I mean, I just wanted to compliment the structure they have of season one because, like, like going back to how you said like in season one, it, yeah, it, it it is I mean, emphatic is a very plain show and season one wasn't them just like throwing darts on a wall trying to see what would stick. Like, no, it, there's actually like an elaborate idea going on. You know, we have like I mean, we, we can I mean I've never thought about how many I mean I mean, I've never thought about like the number of ways we could divide season one up um season one to parts, so but we can definitely just see like it's Anne arriving, it's Anne, it's Anne like, first it's Anne bonding with Sprig and then getting to know Polly and then Hop Pop. Then we have the whole family adventures, right? We slowly have Anne getting warmed up into loving them. And then we have her standing up for the town. Then we have like a war with Avengers, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's this progression of the series and they slowly open up to like more things they want to explore. of season one. So that's something, that's like one of the main things I really did enjoy looking back to season one. Just actually getting hot. <laughs> Getting hyped at the idea of like getting an episode of wall or something, or of Kroger, or just the town, of the, or with the town as a whole.
0: All right, thank you, Nick. Uh, Sunsir, any any
5: final thoughts? Uh, I like season one. Season one is like comfy season. It's it's just got that core vibe of Amphibia, like that gets built on and built on, but. Right at the center of it all it's our comfy little frog show, and everything goes on, and it's great. It's a good, solid time right. yeah,
0: thank you sensory uh Ben, any final thoughts
9: uh no i i i I agree with suns fury it's 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 a good, nice little comfy season um it builds up some plot. For season two, but it's not filler. But it 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 has plot. It's it's nice. It advances characters, and like it introduces us to the world that that we stay for for a couple months, and then season two kind of expands upon that so it's it's a good introduction to the world of amphibia. I mean that that's what a first season of a show does. It introduces you to the world, and i I think it does that pretty pretty well.
6: All right, thank you, Ben. uh Pickle, any final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff people have already said honestly i really I love the way they they used they used the first season to the status quo is usually what happens you set the status quo in the first season and then you you change it but they really they really did a good job of setting it up so that you grow to love this town and then using that love for the town later on when it's like you know you're off in newtopia or you're you're all the way on earth and you're missing you're missing the you're missing the the towny thing. even in a little bit too well sometimes in season three And it really just like sets the idea of cause the whole show is all about Anne has to get home, but throughout it, Wartwood becomes home, and then there's that whole dynamic.
0: All right, thank you, Pickle. Uh, Lemur, did you want to? I, I know you gave most of your thoughts. Like, was there anything else you wanted to add? Oh yeah, I do want. I do have one more thing to discuss. Just it's interesting how, despite feeling like
3: one big narrative. All the seasons of amphibia have their own distinct fields, And sometimes it can be like a great thing for a show, but at the same time it also feels it could also be like a disadvantage because it could feel like, you know, even though it is like, like one one story, you can feel like it it changes a lot. And sometimes you could feel jarring and you feel like it lost its way. But, I I love Amphibia as one giant story. And this season one, as one part of the story, is really, really good at doing what it set out to do. Like, it sets up all of the characters that we need to know, and how they grow. And it sets up, you know, the big, the big major story point of the show, which is Anne Boonshoi and how she grows into becoming a better person in a world that is not of her own. And seeing that, seeing that story unfold in
2: one, one giant, like one narrative, it's you can definitely see how, how clear it is. And
3: to me, that's what season one is really good at and really good at and why it really shouldn't be overlooked because it's a very essential part to its story because it make it builds up in to becoming the sure person she could be so sure she could take on adventures of season two. And as for the as for the union itself, like I said, I agree with what Nick said his sentiment about Reunion being one of the best season finales that I've ever seen. It's concise, it's to the point, it's wrapped up all of the storylines from Season 1. Also drops up some major plot points for Season 2 while also leaving... while also not really addressing all of them. Again, that's pretty impressive. And, um... What else? Uh, Yeah. Even though it's again, like I said, small compared to the rest of the show, reunion is a very vital episode. And yeah, uh, I got nothing else to say. Reunion and season, both reunion and season one are great, fantastic even. And yeah, that's amphibia, amphibia. is really good when it comes to their storytelling. I and I wish people could See that more often,
0: all right. Thank you, Lemur. Uh, Impact, what are your final thoughts?
7: Um, for me, um, season one is, um, for me,
2: I think season two was really
1: what got me in the show. Reunion was great, I think. Reunion and then the rest of season two is really what made me like love, love Amphibia. Um, season one, I think kind of works better for me on rewatch when you kind of already know the whole story and you kind of know what they're going for a lot more when you're sort of like rewatching these smaller scale simpler episodes it's way more fun now because I'm not thinking about um I guess like where the story's gonna go in that front I'm focusing more on the characters how Anne is changing as a person and I think it's just really fun to look back at like smaller scale season one episodes where, like, Anne's biggest problem is, like, oh, my God, she has to, like, make a pizza. And then season three, it's, like, you go to, like, Fight at the Museum, or yeah, like, Fight at the Museum, where she's, like, stressing about getting back to Amphibia, or the next episode is, like, a giant robot chases after her. It's really fun seeing that, like, change in stakes. And, like, for Reunion as well, I think what makes Reunion so good is, like, it has very, like, it's small scale, but it's very personal. With True Colors, you have like a billion different plot points happening all at once in like the last 12 minutes, and like there's all kinds of crazy stuff. But like with Reunion, it's very self contained and it's very, like, it's paced very well. And it's like, it's small scale, but it's, since it's so personal, it feels a lot bigger. So, yeah, but that's my take on Reunion and season one as a whole. So, yeah.
0: All right, thank you, Impact. And yeah, like overall, like for myself, I just really liked. Yeah, just I think Nick brought it up earlier, like the progression of season one, where a certain chunk of it was like Anne getting acquainted to the Planners. It was really, they didn't really go out, like in from like the first five episodes. It wasn't like Anne traveling too far, or maybe like from some small quests. But aside from that, the show was really just Anne and the Planners for a bit. And then once they finally got comfortable, they and like expanded her circle, and then had interactions with the rest of the town, a bit more often. And then it all slowly like converged awesome. onto a reunion. And yeah, I, I
7: just
0: well, yeah, I, I yeah, I really I really liked that. And yeah, I, I think it just led to a finale that was probably the most most satisfying season finale i've had i've seen from disney in a long time like i think the most i've seen i remember like yeah i, I remember the night that i was watching reunion I, I remember telling like the group chat like like i i, I like this more than gravity falls now like and <laughs> but, but I, I guess i shouldn't go too deep into that now that that's a like discussion for <sighs> no, a long time you, you will one day one, one you will one day one day but I guess like, <laughs> that, that pretty much I, I do agree. I do
3: agree with what you said about how this how this episode is so satisfying. I think that's why like I think that's why people say that this is one of the greatest season ever of how, of how satisfying and how well thought everything is.
0: right. And I think we can it's a good time to: That pretty much concludes this week's recording. Uh, thanks everyone for coming on tonight or today and uh that pretty much concludes our coverage of season one Woo-hoo! yeah
7: finally totally the boring finally part over. is
0: over we can get to the real good stuff
8: <laughs> fucking handy and dude I- i'm so He's hyped to talk about hand.
0: handy
6: and <laughs> yeah. yeah, we, we got we gotta kick him out hey, Char, you <laughs> Yeah, the- i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> yeah, yeah just, but now that you've gone through the boring stuff, you're permanently banned. I think <laughs> we, <to>
0: your <laughs> I we, s- we started
8: back. Yeah, in- we're gonna replace.
0: Oh God!
6: <laughs> no! Oh, like just... we're
0: gonna replace Lemur of like fucking I don't know. Next time, yeah. Next time, we're gonna just go right into season two and just see how far we can get before Three B comes back. And uh, oh, yeah, that yeah, that's all I've got to say. And thanks for listening. And see you guys next time say goodbye everyone
8: see you guys guys. bye bye
1: Bye. peace everybody see ya